That was a bold start. Yes, it Much was. bolder than uh-huh. our previous guests. Yes. She's trying to set a precedent here. You That's just right. called out Matthew. She's trying to By upstage Matthew. Is yeah. that a word? Upstage? Yeah. Upstage, yeah. Is that like when you go further upstage than your yes. acting rival? And you try and get the spotlight on you? Pretty much. Mm, yeah. She's trying Basically. to steal your spotlight, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> she's here and she's we coming for gold. Tell the people. The people. The people. Because we are speaking to the people right <laughs> All now. All 27 of them. Um, who's here? I'm Stephanie. Stephanie! Steph, as Sam calls me. Steffi. Or Steffi. Steffi. Graf? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make the. The, the, the tennis, the tennis sound. sound, yeah, but I couldn't. Which do would it. be I would make sense since I love tennis. Yes, you do. Yeah, we um, yeah. So we have a guest. Yes, her name is Stephanie. She's all the way here from America. Yep, yep. California, to be specific. Yep, Southern California. I did a little. Hello. And she is an RTAP podcast super fan. Yes, she is. True that. She might be our most ardent yeah. listener. That's because she's the bestest friend ever. <laughs> that she listens to every single one. Although, she did tell us the other day that, yeah, I don't listen past the music or whatever at the end. Yeah, I do. But didn't... we say the same thing every time. No, we have jokes now. We have jokes. Okay, as so the kids say. I'm going to fix this little kerfuffle. Yeah. Debacle. Faux exactly. Pie. International incident. Faux. Pat and I'm gonna is. listen after the music. Good. Yes. Because there might be secrets that you need to know. And what you might talk secrets? about me. We might. We talk about you all the time. I like hearing you talk about me. I I will bet money that I've mentioned Steph's name in every podcast. Probably, yeah. Maybe. Because I feel like we talk, yeah, because we always end up talking about politics. And I feel like I always end up saying something about Steph. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I do. Our <laughs> listeners are going to put together a drinking game where it's like take a shot when they mention Steph. Yeah. Or when they mention Rudy. Yes. Yes, you guys do mention Rudy. I feel like we talk about you more than we talk about the cat, though. Get alcohol poisoning. I don't think so. Yeah. I think Rudy gets more attention. He's a lot fluffier, yeah, I'm afraid. True. You can't compete with he, that. He got more attention when he was in the fucking room. We had he's, to... he's pretty adorable, actually. Yeah. In yeah. a faraway kind of... I'm a bit afraid of Rudy. I tell since I basically was like completely honest and I said to her, he could bite you or scratch you at any moment. Every time he comes near, she just goes, Please don't, Rudy. Or like preemptively. And she just says it so I don't know, it's just so cute the way she says it. And that's why he had to be banished from the podcast room. But he has like Henceforth. Sniffed you and licked you a little bit. Yes, he has. He just hasn't. And he, the last few days, he's looked like he's gone to, like, come on to you. Mm. But then he's, like, changed his mind at the last minute. And then goes right to you. Yeah. Yeah. But, like... Well, your mom. And, yeah. yeah he's always going to choose you. But that's more... Well, that's not true. He chooses right or not. Well, I'm referring to... Yes. Me, but yeah. he... Yeah, but he... That's good still. He hasn't, like, you know, hissed at you or anything, which is... We're making him sound like he's a He's a savage. <laughs> he is a bit of a savage sometimes though, come on. Let's be let's be true. So We're here. You're here. Yes. All the way from California. Yep. Yes. And you were here before. Yes. Before pod pre podcast. Before what is it? the dawn of all BP, podcasts. BP. Are you talking before about London? Podcast. Yes, when we lived in okay. London. Yes. Going back to the tennis theme. Oh yeah. We went to Wimbledon. 
we did, and Wimbledon is almost upon us again. It is. Did Maybe you come even, in July last time, then? I was here later in June into July. Uh, I remember we went to a... Um, a brothel. <laughs> no, it's a donut shop. Cr- crust... Cr- Could be crust. a euphemism for a brothel. Krispy Kreme. Crisp- you were going to say Krispy Kreme. <laughs> That's not very appetizing. Okay, what stretch. is it called? Okay, Krispy Kremes. Yeah. We went to a Krispy Kreme donut on the 4th of July. Oh, and they wanted me yeah. to sing the national anthem. To and get I'll, a free donut. I was like, yeah, no, I'll pay for the donut. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fair. I'm not about to sing I it. I would have sang, to be honest. Well, but he wanted do you, you to know sing. the anthem? The, I do want it it's done. It's not Jose. Can you sing? I did. No, I was. It was a joke. Oh. <laughs> it's that American humor that doesn't yeah. translate. We and you were singing it. I know we were. were. Yeah. I yes, I know it when it's on. Yeah. I can't. I could probably. Yeah. Krispy Kremes were not all that. Honestly, mm. I know we've had Krispy Kreme donuts for a while, but I feel like. I'd never tasted them, or maybe I tasted one a long time ago, and I couldn't remember what it tastes like. So I was so excited. I was like, yeah, they're going to be so good. And they were just, like, not. Overrated. They were really not good. Yeah, they're very overrated. And that brings us forward. It reminds me of Five Guys and how you guys were actually into it. Yes. And and a lot of times, people will have Five Guys for the first time, and they're like, yeah, this isn't all that it's cracked up to be. Right. But you guys really enjoyed it. Yeah, we had went. We went. Yeah, we went out the other day and we had five guys for the, for the first, first time, time ever. Yeah, and it was like num, the num, fucking. Num. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> as the kids say, it was the best like, I've it was ever so had. So good. Um, I just said the fucking bomb. That's because you're <laughs> stuck in the eighties. What is wrong? That's, that's a bit too far back. Come on. I, was, young okay, I wasn't but, even alive, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. What was I saying? You were talking I don't about bring, oh, the Five Guys. Yeah, it's the best Five Guys I've ever had. Like, ah. as a, as opposed to, like, in America, I, it's not... I've not been impressed They don't try as hard because they're so, there. Yeah, I was impressed. It was actually really nice. It was really good. Like, I usually can't take <sighs> two patties. I usually am like, mm. it's too much. But this mm. was, like... It worked. Deli- delicious. Yeah. Juicy. This is my first time eating at like a really fancy, not really fancy, but like one of those burger places that you hear about and everyone's like, oh, you've got to try yeah. Shake Shack or you've got to try Five Guys or you've got to try, what's Honest the one in London? Meat Locker. Meat Liquor. Meat Liquor. Yeah. Meat Market. Yeah, one of yeah them. they're all like a... Uh, you know when you hear where it's like, oh, I queued up for two hours for Honest Burger and it was so good. Yeah. I can't believe it. To me, it's like no burger is worth queuing up for two hours for. I know, right? When I had Honest Burger, I think it's called Honest Burger. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. It, it's like a different type of meat, or they do something to the meat that other people don't do. That's that's why it's like what it is. They do something special to it. I didn't like it. And I've had a burger at Meat Liquor that was good. The diner was good until they changed. But But Five Guys was like really 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 good and so i'd be interested to taste like in and out and then like shake jack um the bleaker street burgers to see how they are yeah i'm not familiar with any of the things you just said in and out it will besides shake jack no i don't know that oh have you guys heard of what a burger no i've heard That's of another that one. And, and then white castle i want to taste white, white castle. castle i've heard yeah. white castle is not very good 
She yeah. has the microwave like as one. Yeah, they come, they're in the you frozen get... department in the store. It's awesome. They're little um, sliders. Sliders. You were eating them the other day before you came. I did, yeah, because I, I didn't have a lot in my fridge, <laughs> in my freezer. Um, yeah, they're little bite-sized burgers, and you just put them in the microwave for a minute. And they're piping hot. Do they taste the same as actual White Castle burgers? I don't know, because I've never had White Castle. It's only on the East Coast. North. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's just on the East Coast. I just like in and outs on the West an Coast. An image, so. a famous image on the internet, where it was like someone was holding up one of the little White Castle sliders up to the camera. And then they had like a, an American coin, maybe like a quarter. And it was showing that the, the actual burger meat was thinner than the coin. Yeah. Yeah, in the microwavable one, it's really, really thin. Which doesn't do it for me. Maybe yeah. White Castle's not actually supposed to be that good. It was just kind of like a joke from Harold what? and Kumar. Because that's really only what made it famous, right? What show? It was famous what? before Harold and Kumar. Yeah, oh, okay. it was. But well, I but I think it got its stardom. Yeah, from... I think that's what launched it into yeah. the cultural I've heard of Whataburger. I just... Yeah, Whataburger... We, when I lived in Texas, we used to joke that it was like a wannabe in and out, but uh, that's but really mean to say, and it's not very nice to say. <laughs> to who? <laughs> to what? To who? I don't know. Like, that's very to, conscientious. Yeah. <laughs> to Whataburger. What a strange thing to say. That it's not very nice to say? Yeah, if you don't like something, it's no, okay to it, not like it. It wasn't that I didn't like it, it just... It, it just felt like the vibe they were trying to go for, the similar yeah. In-N-Out vibe. But I couldn't even tell you, like, when Whataburger came out. Like, they may have come out around the same time. A lot of those In-N-Out, Whataburger, a lot of restaurants or they modern-day fast food, you know, diner-type hamburger places came out at the same time, mm-hmm. I think. And that we've descended into burger bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... That's the name of our podcast, isn't it? It's, yeah. This, for this episode? Me and Steph were getting pedicures the other day. And we, Eating burgers at the same time. You know when you go places and they just, like, <laughs> like the salon or the hairdressers or whatever. I'm always going to the salon, And they yeah. always want to fucking talk to you. And I'm oh. like, I don't want to be talked to. I By just want to relax. Wow. Hey. Wow. Not like that. Let's talk about it. But, like, I don't <laughs> want to answer. I don't want to answer, like, shitty questions like, where are you from? What do you do? How's the fucking weather? Like, and How that's are these all we, shitty questions? But that's what we talked about for the first, like, 20 uh, minutes. Yeah. And then as soon as they knew Steph was American, they bombarded her with questions. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't mind that so much, but it was, like, the question that I get... I get annoyed with was well, how did you meet? I'm like, it's a you know long, why? it's kind of a long story. Because we got asked like three different times yeah. during this trip. I'm how like, we met. okay, like really? Can't we just be friends? God, you guys have it so hard. <laughs> I know, there are children starving in Ethiopia. <laughs> also, oh, they knew God. you were American, but not everyone knew you actually live in America. Like, do you know what I mean? Like. They thought you were an Some of them knew you came over to visit me, but, oh. like, the Mac woman didn't. She just automatically asked how we met and didn't think you might live here. Right, because there's an airbase, like, right up the road. I don't know what that has to do with you living well, I, here. Well, maybe but... I live on base. Okay. And that's how we're friends. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, Could possibly. be a way. Yeah. But, yeah, they just assume. I don't know. But my point was not really about that. It was about how, by the end of that whole pedicure thing, me and you were just looking stuff up. Anything we just said, we're like, oh, we'll look it up, we'll look it up, we'll look yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and uh, there almost felt like an obligation to convert converse. Is that a word? Yeah, and your girl kept asking questions. She wouldn't shut up. Yeah, she was. I hope she's not listening. God, you're so mean to the people filing your nails. No. Well, they have a mind-numbingly boring job. You know what it is? They just want a little bit of chit-chat, and here you are just The same chit-chat with down. every single customer. What do you want from them? You want them to have a deep philosophical conversation? You want to take the microphones there and do a podcast episode with them? Is that what you really, want? I'm is just... that what you really want? <laughs> I'm shaking you. Yeah, really, I'm just annoyed at myself for not having the guts to be like, I'd rather not chat with you. That's... Like, I would hope that you wouldn't do that. That's people, a bit kind of... Some people do say they're not chatters, though, or they make it known they're not chatters. I guess it's hard because I couldn't have said, oh, I made it clear that I didn't want to chat with them, but then chatted with you. It would have been even harder. That's, and, I get that. Yeah, and I'm a chatter, so I would have just... Like, I'll just talk to whoever. No, I will too. Yeah. In that if someone tries to kickstart it, I will chat. I'll get into chat mode. I just don't want to have been put in that position in the first place. You uh, resent it. Yeah, I do resent it a little bit. It's okay. like, I don't want to have... I think if you have a specific it. reason, it's fine. Like, when I get my hair cut, I have this weird, irrational, paranoid thing where I don't like the hairdresser to talk to me because I want them to put 100% effort into not stabbing me in the skull with the scissors. <laughs> right. I'm just so worried that if they get too distracted by talking yeah. with me, they're going to, like, snip my ear. And so that's like a specific reason why I don't like to have conversations yeah. in the chair. I struggle to hear. If it's like the hairdressers, I struggle to hear them. So I feel like I'm constantly like, what, what, what? And then it, the conversation doesn't flow well. Yeah, when I'm getting my hair done at the salon, I feel like I need to continue the conversation. Yeah. I feel like like when there's like the awkward silence, like I'm not one of those people who can just let there be silence. I'm always wanting to talk. Yeah, I used to be like that, but I'm not as much like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. I think a good way to kind of let it be known that you don't really want to chat is to try not to cut further the conversation. Answer the question and then don't like mm-hmm. reciprocate. Like if she says, are you going anywhere this summer on holiday? Just say no. And don't say... <laughs> No, are you or whatever? Because she is, remember that. What well, oh, I brought that one was because your hairdresser was like, "Yeah, I'm going on holiday," and I was just like, "Oh, that's cool," and I didn't say right. anything else because I didn't really know what to say. But yeah, I get that. I don't know. At least you have to deal with like when I used to get my hair cut at the barbers, quote unquote. Mm. That was the worst because it's like such a manly like ooh, atmosphere that it's like they only talk to you about like three things. It's like, <laughs> did you see the football? No, I don't watch football. Uh, oh, okay. Or like, do you see this thing in the sun? And it's like, no, I don't read the sun. Are you going out tonight? Yeah, are you gonna you going out to the pub? It's like, no, yeah. I don't go out to the pub. And then then it's just like a thirty minute yeah, yeah, awkward yeah. silence marathon. Is that is that like pretty typical of barbers here? Yeah, barbershops. Barbers are very much like because it's usually men, men doing men's hair, and they're not like. Um, it's usually older guys too, yeah. like 50, 60 year old men who've owned oh, the barbers wow. for like years. Oh, okay. And like. It's just like there's like the typical like man topics, quote unquote, and it's like I think they think that's the safest avenue of conversation. Right. And so they just recur to those mm-hmm. over and over. It has been a long time since I've had my hair cut at barbers though. And I can't pretend that's not part of the reason why. 
<laughs> I don't yeah. think I when my kids were little they may have gone to a barber a few times but in, the audience doesn't know the listeners I have three boys so um, I cut it, the hair myself because we were just we did not have the money to be taking them yeah. to the shop but also sometimes with boys if they're just shaving it like you yeah. shave Darius's hair yeah. or whatever like yeah. sometimes it's easy to just get the clippers out and do it yeah. yourself one guard two guard yeah. little quick little fade and then you're good to go <laughs> I don't know what that means but well you know somebody might is. is that when it goes like it's really short so short. like a little bit longer it's like they a call fade. that a short back and sides here um, I know that much oh okay Short back and sides, love. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Like, that's the good thing about when you go to the barber, you can just say, like, yeah, just a number two all over. Yeah. Like, you don't have to say anything fancy. It's like a code, and then they know <laughs> And they instantly. know. Give them the guard Whereas number. Whereas <laughs> where we go now, we take, like, pictures and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's because my hair's longer, and it's yeah. more kind of involved. You have to be. What I hate about the hairdressers, and I feel like I am kind of sounding, you know, whatever, but I feel like hairdressers have this thing where they think they know they jump to a conclusion about what you want but also they then want like they think they know better mm -hmm. so they mix those two together and end up giving you a completely different hairstyle yeah and i experienced that for like a lot of years and that's why i didn't go for like you just didn't go for like a decade like oh, wow. yeah um that and i had a really bad experience where someone cooked basically cut one side of my hair in a certain style and then the other side of my oh. hair in a different style. Oh, man. Yeah. And it was basically the shortest I would ever go. It was up to, like, the bottom of my face. But because my hair doesn't have a lot of volume, it was very flat. Oh. And there was no... She'd cut away the volume all on one side as well right and hadn't on the other side and i just kind of went home crying and like was like oh my god i can't ever leave the house again very avant-garde um, and i had to yeah and my mom was like i will take you to the hairdressers tomorrow to get it fixed and i'm like the only way they can fix it is if they cut two more inches off it exactly it will be up to my ears i will never leave the house again so my only option was was to grow it out for that year mm. to to then get it cut so that it didn't but that put me off for like a long time and even now when i'm just getting my fringe cut i'm like so scared they're gonna mess it up yeah is it because of that one experience yeah i have all these like stipulations like it has to be this way that way this way don't put product in it don't straighten it look at these 25 pictures so you know exactly what i you're want you're very firm when you give I, I your am, directions yeah i'm like go slowing so that if they could it like don't just cut an inch off it cut a centimeter or cut a couple of millimeters then cut, yeah and then let me see then cut a few more millimeters and then because i'm so scared that they're gonna mess it up right i i like don't know how i have my hair that's why when i go to the hairdressers i just show them photos of what my hair looked like the last time i got it cut yeah but then sometimes she'll be like am i doing it straight at the back or am i giving you a straight fringe or whatever and i'm like uh i don't know what does it look like in, in the, the photos <laughs> That's the best I can that do. That was funny because when we went when we went last time, she kept asking questions like, "What grade? What did I shave it at the back? Did I do this?" And I'm like, "We're trying to tell you that we don't know. Yeah. Like, look at these pictures and just do it the You're exact same." You're supposed to be the expert here. Yeah, teach and, us. And you go now every two, three months, so it's like she knows who you are. We're hoping that at some point she'll just remember what you have. I had an experience when I was in. 
I think it was eighth grade, so I would have been 13, maybe 14. And I got such a short haircut. And I did the bob thing. I did the, um, nine, you remember 90210? Yeah. The dark hair. Is that Kelly? No, Kelly was the blonde. Yeah, Kelly was, a, Donna was the dark. Donna. Did so, she have a bob or something? She, yeah, I think so. Oh, wait, maybe that's not the right show. Well, anyways, I had... <laughs> Forget about that. That was a dream <laughs> sequence mind, I just never had. Never mind, never mind, um, Anyways, I always had a bob. I started, like, doing that in middle school, which is, like I said, 13. Yeah. That's the age when I started doing it. Um, but I got a cut. It was, like, up to my earlobes. And I was crying so hard, and I was, like, tearing at my hair, like, grabbing to my try hair. To make it longer. Trying to pull oh, it to man. me. And my dad was like, it'll grow out. It'll grow out. And I'm like... Takes so long, though. I know. Especially when it's that short. And when you're 13 or 14, a oh. month is like six months. Yeah. Yeah. It was horrible. And I played sports, too. And it was like... I bet I you don't couldn't know, tie it, it up. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't tie it up. So it was kind of a pain to deal with in that sense. But I didn't... I just didn't want it that short. <laughs> but I have to say, it didn't scar me the way it sounds like you were scarred because yours wasn't an accident you just thought you wanted it and then changed your mind right yeah right but i mean i she probably took a inch yeah. maybe too far because i didn't want it quite that yeah. high but yeah i wanted it short no for sure mine was a situation where it was like a friend of a friend who was training to be a hairdresser oh. was cutting my hair for 45 minutes oh right and i just said to her i'm gonna need to look because it wasn't a mirror because she came to my house and I was like, I'm going to look at it now because you've been, been, you've been cutting it for 45 minutes and it right. over. And I looked at it and I was just like, stop. I just, just told her to stop because there was no, I don't know what she was going to do. Because she was just working on that one side. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Oh but my speaking God. of like hairstyles from shows and stuff, when the Rachel from Friends mm. haircut was a thing. Right. You know how sometimes like salons will like approach people in the high street or in the town or whatever and be like, um, "Do you want a free haircut?" Because their tr- their trainers will do it. This was before my bad experience, so oh. I was like thirteen or fourteen, okay. um, and I said yes to this like free haircut. Yeah, a free haircut. Get into <laughs> yeah. my van, type of guy. And <laughs> and as I was flicking through the book trying to pick a hairstyle, there was a picture of Monica. Nice. Even though the Rachel was a thing, there was a picture of Monica right. when she had her hair like sort of between her chin and her shoulders, and, right. it, and it had like lay, like kind of similar to Rachel's, but without the flicky bit at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, I know, I remember. And so I had the Monica, nice, which is weird. Was it actually a picture of her in character, or was it just the actress? It was. It was a picture of her like as Monica. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I have to go back to my reference from 90210 it wasn't 90210 it was saved by the bell <laughs> oh my god we'd like to issue the a correction brunette, listeners the brunette on saved by the bell oh at some god, point at some point she cut her hair i don't know if she was if it was during the show or if it happened after the show but at some point that actress had short a rounded bob isn't that tiffany Amethyst? yes yeah yes do you know do you remember i remember her thinking she was like super hot like after Saved by the Bell, before she was in one of those like soaps, I remember just thinking she was so beautiful. Do you remember her? I don't remember her hair bell? though. Oh, no. no, I think that's who. Yeah. Yeah, because it couldn't have been Kelly <laughs> from Saved by the Bell because she had like long curly no, hair. No, yeah, right? no, no. Yeah. 
God, I'd love to be able to contribute to this part of the conversation. <laughs> but these shows are foreign moon speak to me. You had long hair. Yeah. At one point. I had hair down to so my shoulders at one point. Could technically. But that was really just a product of me not wanting to get it cut. I think you'd had you'd kind of like had it cut just in didn't you say you'd had it cut in like not really a certain style for like all your early life, so you just kind of decided to just grow it out. And oh like... yeah, it was also kind of a rebellion against like when I would get sent I would get like sent to the barbers. Like my mum <laughs> would say, You need to go, your dad is gonna take you. My mum viewed the barbers as like a value for money thing, first and foremost. She would say to me Get it cut as short as possible so that you don't have to get it cut anytime mm. soon. And that would be like the cheapest option. And so there was like no preference given to like what style I wanted my hair in. Uh, it was just it. like go to the barbers and get it cut yeah. short all over. And that will last you for several months of the school year. And also in her mind, it's very much like shorter the better because it looks neater. And if you need to go somewhere smart, yeah. you don't My have to My mum is very much like, yeah. for boys, short hair is like, it looks smart. Yeah. It looks nice. And so, yeah, when I moved out, I pretty much just grew my hair long, A, to see what it looked like. Because I'd never had you never experienced longer it. than like medium length hair ever. Wow. And also just because I didn't want to go through that whole cycle of going to the barbers over mm. and over and over again. It's not a very ex- exciting story, I'm it afraid. It's delicious. It's c- quite costly, though, really. It is. Yeah. Especially because people like us who get very anxious and want to make sure we go somewhere really good because really good or more expensive means that they're going to be better, apparently. Like, we do all those things to try and make the experience better. So we end up spending more than right. we should. Like you said, going to the barbers for a guy is like ten pounds. Yeah, but less. if you go to like a is hair, it really, yeah, that's a barber's. Sometimes. But if you go to like the salon, like where it's like a stylist, sure. yeah, he he's paid like fifty pound. Five zero. Yeah, fifty, which is the same as a woman. That's when I had long hair. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I have short hair again. Yeah. Like you, when Sam's talking about the ten pound barbers, she's literally talking about. You go in, you sit on the bench and queue, then they sit you in the chair, you tell them what guard you want on, and they run it over your head. They and don't then wash they, your hair or anything, do they? They kick you out. Like, no. that's what the barbers is like. Do they edge like. it out? Do they, like, like Yeah, they, they'll do a little bit of, like, cleaning up around the edges, but it's like, you're literally sitting in the chair for, like, less than 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Like, There's seriously. no styling. I, yeah, when I... I don't know. The barbers that I took my kids to... They weren't that fast, but they weren't that cheap either. Right. We. I mean, I don't know how much it costs now, because like I said, I don't take their dad takes them to the barber. I don't. Time of the three tradition. boys, I t- I take care of the one, and then he does the other two, right. just because of the way one of my kids doesn't like the barber at all. So he's sure. just I'm yeah. like, all right, I'll do it if you Division don't want to go to the barber. But um, I, it's more than ten. Are you going to like upscale barbers though, or are you going to like uh-uh. the standard? You're not going yeah. to like the barber shop like on the corner. The hipster barber yeah. shop with no, like he doesn't straight no. razor shaves. No, 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 nothing like that. No. Can you imagine taking one of your kids to get a straight razor shave. No, I can't no. believe people do that. Honestly, I know. when I like sometimes you walk when we were in London, I feel like there were so no, many hipster barbers, yeah. and you'd walk past the window and there'd be like some guy like with his head held back, and then oh, like another no. guy holding a straight razor to his throat and it's like i would be like my fist would be clenched so hard that my knuckles would be white i'd be so afraid 
because not that I know the guy doing it is like very well practiced, but he could just have like a brain aneurysm (laughs) and just swipe your throat open. Like you never know what's going to happen, or like some alarm could go off that jolts him. I feel like it's just one of those things where it's like it's not worth it. It would be good to do, and if it went all right, it would be good. But like actually, when you think about it, it's not really worth it. I might get, but it's the closest shave ever, man. It's like I'll have Uh. stubble and live. Yeah, that's a good trade-off for me, honestly. I might yeah. do it to myself. It's like things but... like uh, <laughs> it's like things like what we were talking about the other day with someone. Things like eyelash perms and eyelash extensions oh, for yeah. for people, and like yeah, it looks pretty. And ideally, I'd want really long, fluffy, curled eyelashes, <laughs> but I don't want to be blind. Yeah. Like right. I don't want them to make. Like I said to you, I have trained in like I sure. did beauty for a year, right. and I tinted people's eyelashes and things like that. And it's you don't get that much training, and before you're like certified, right. and it's very easy to mess up. And I feel like I'm not putting that kind of trust in someone, even if they've done it one thousand times. Next year, they I could see. like slip a bit, could mm-hmm. drip into your eye. You could have a bad reaction. It's not worth going blind. Having good eyelashes, you know. Yeah. I don't want chemicals being poured anywhere no, near my eyeballs. No, I don't. No, I don't even want to wear false eyelashes anymore because I'm so paranoid about the glue. Even though it's technically eye safe, I guess. But like, what does that even yeah. mean? It's glue. I used to have like a like, real fear. I met. This is a weird thing that I haven't thought about in like ten years. But when I was young and I used to see my older sister doing her makeup, you know that thing. Um, I'm doing like a hand gesture that's not going to translate, but like the metal thing that like closes on your eyelash curler. Right, yeah. yeah. I had no idea what that was, and when I would see my sister doing it, it would freak me out so much because <laughs> I, I was like, "What?" I first, I think I probably thought it howled your eyes open, like your eyelids, uh, it like clockwork yeah. orange yeah, style. Because when you squeeze it shut to curl them. It kind of pulls at your eyelid a bit. Yeah. And I constantly see people, like, on message boards or, like, in comments and stuff or in groups saying, oh, what what can I do to make my eyelashes grow faster? Because I pulled them out the other day when I was curling my <gasps> oh eyelashes. My God. And it's like, what the fuck? You, this is the thing, the one thing in your makeup routine where you should sit there very quietly, very slowly, have no distractions, do it properly, and, like, don't fuck around. It's your fucking eyes. Because you could... Yeah, you're pulling Jesus your eyelashes Christ. out, and that's the least thing that can happen. You could stab yourself in the eye with it, or like. Can you imagine whatever. just having eyelashes at the side of your eyelids because you pulled them out <laughs> at the centre? Oh, God. I can imagine that becoming like a new fashion trend, obviously. Oh, no. I feel like I'm not surprised when there's some wacky new, like. Like the thing you were telling me about how girls have started to like pump up their lips to make them like swollen and boys. Oh, that's yeah, a new yeah. thing yeah when i heard that i thought it was a joke at first but... a couple of years ago that those actual lip plump remember when the lip plumper things where you suck into it and mm-hmm. it's like a little thing and it makes your lips look like, really bruised that was really popular that's a few disturbing. years ago and um that kind of thing has died down now but people are just getting fillers instead you know yeah i was gonna say they're just getting alternative yeah they're just getting fillers and which I'm not a fan of that look, but I think if it's because, natural, that's cool. But if it's artificial, yeah, I mean, do what you want to do. But I, I know what you mean. It makes everyone look the same, mm. and it also, I think, as well, a lot of people do it, and then their lips, their top lip and their bottom lip is the same size, and it's like, well, 
I usually our top lip is smaller than our bottom lip, so and that's how everyone looks. For a reason, looks. yeah. Yeah, so it's like you you are automatically gonna look completely different if you now have you know. Right. Obviously, that's not the same for everyone, but that's like one yeah, of those things. Strange. Like any of those body modification type things, it's like. I don't understand how people don't ask themselves the question. They don't give themselves the litmus test of how am I going to feel about this when I'm 80? Am I still going to yeah. feel good about my ridiculously oversized lips when I'm like 85 years old and in a old people home? I, I, I kind of really hate that argument because I feel like I used to hear that a lot about like people getting tattooed. Yeah, but it's going to look so horrible when you're 18. I'm like, okay, but who cares about what you... Life is not about getting to the end. It's about what's happening now and like do you know what I mean that being said you have no I tattoos I don't think so the argument obviously <laughs> no, had some effect but I've had piercings and I dye my hair and I think about like these are all reversible though. am I still yeah but you can get tattoos removed and fillers just as I was reading yesterday Courtney Cox has had all her, all her fillers dissolved <gasps> really yeah interesting yeah because she i want to see a picture she <laughs> she kind of came out more recently when she did that bear grills thing that survivor bear grills type thing where he takes famous i people didn't watch on. that episode Damn she kind of came out about all her fillers and plastic I got, surgery. it's like plastic surgery even though technically it's not surgery right where she was like i realize what i was doing and i don't like it like you know wow. and so then she did an interview recently where she said that she's had them all dissolved so she's not going to completely look how she looked before right but she's gonna you know but yeah so i didn't know you could get them dissolved well i i watched the show called um shit what is it called <laughs> botched oh yeah where they fix like yeah they're plastic surgeons and they fix what other doctors have basically jacked up um (laughs) yeah and they talk about not being able to do anything about certain fillers because i don't know i've i feel like i've maybe yeah i don't know i think some things are, are irreversible yeah. And then some things like some certain implants you can have taken out and obviously you can dissolve. Right. Some well, I was referring to fillers. Yeah. yeah. But oh. obviously there's more than one type that I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm not educated know. on yeah, the subject at either. all. So. I don't know either. But I would love to see a picture post. Before and after. Yeah. Like, you know. Oh, you know what it is? I know fillers don't last forever. They only last six months. That the. the, the the most the fillers that most people are getting now, you oh, have to constantly get them okay. like every six so months. So I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's what she had ones that last forever, and now she's having them dissolved. Yeah. But like I know I know there's a couple of people that I see on like YouTube or whatever, and they get them done like every six months because it in their lips it completely goes away, and their lips look like they look before. before. Oh, wow. So, so I guess maybe there's, there's like different... new technology, I'm But again, sure. I would be so scared that you would look... I would be scared because you do it and then you've done it and that's it and now you're a very thin line. Remember yeah. the, the girl from uh, 16 and Pregnant? Farrah. Uh, I'm going to say yeah. Remember the her sex Yeah, remember when she got she her lip done and crazy, she, had, yeah. she got an infection and it was so big? She got an infection? That, that's why she was on Botched. Is it why I never understand Famous people who get, like, bad plastic surgery. It's like, you have so much money. I don't understand why you're not going to, like... Well, that's why she went the to the really, best doctor she, or whatever. Well, she had, a, like, she had, like, a reaction. She had a reaction yeah. to the stuff they put that in her. Sucks. So it wasn't, like... Yeah. 
I just meant in general, you know? Yeah. I don't think I would ever get anything. I don't either. Yeah. Maybe Botox. (laughs) Botox is scary. I I can't believe that's a a thing. It's like poisonous. It's like injecting poison poison into your face to like paralyze your flesh yeah. people That's do it disturbing. as like a preventative nerds, thing now as well don't they they don't yeah. just do it like oh i have a wrinkle let's get it gone they do it before they even get wrinkles to try and prevent wrinkles yeah. and that's like that's a slippery slope that's like, like when you're in your 20s you mean like someone yeah, doing it in their 20s yeah. yeah i have a friend who who got it done or was getting it done and she got pregnant so she stopped getting it done obviously well, I guess it's not obvious. No. That would not. be the time but to stop stopped, injecting yes. poison Well, good for body. her for not doing it when she yeah. was pregnant. But anyways, um, I had no idea. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I just, true. I didn't know, you yeah. know? It was just one of those things. Like, in my mind, I'm like, maybe someday I'd like to have that done. But I'm. it's not like I'm ready to, like, open up my wallet and, like, put money down for yeah. it, you know? How expensive is it? I don't, I don't think know. it's that... I mean, that place that we got our pedicures does they it. They were offering so it. So I can't imagine it's that expensive. But is that like budget Botox? Yeah, probably. probably. Imitation yeah, Botox? Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah. It's like it's like hair salons, right? Like you can go to like yeah. Supercuts or you could go yes, yes, yes. to Regis. You could go like the levels go up and up. Yeah. Budget Botox. <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually inject a- you. We just massage your face. Don't, can't, don't men have Botox injected into their testicle not testicles like the sack what the fuck i this, don't know why you corrected yourself and then said the same testicles thing. And sack. i mean like to de-wrinkle like older gentlemen <laughs> i can't say so that i've come across this in my travels this? i'm sure that's a fucking thing that oh. sounds bizarre to me i yeah. thought i i thought i heard about that i heard i was listening to the radio and the talk show they were talking about it wow in la yeah i think if it's possible to like imagine you could get done you probably can like that's People get it for all kinds of like lines and strange things. To be things that and... vain about your genitals that you're willing to have yeah. a needle well, stabbed well, into it them. It is LA. Yeah, but saying that. Yeah, I could yeah, see maybe LA's porn pretty... stars doing it. Yeah. Because that's like the like older, trade. like the old, as you're getting older. Maybe you gotta, it's not just sense. vain thing though. I mean, can you imagine some people are fucking really horrible imagine like being a guy and the last four women you've been they've commented on your wrinkled yeah. right. sack like right. i can imagine then a guy being seriously considering yeah. something like that yeah because they've been with shitty women who or shitty men who comment on these yeah. things um speaking of never getting anything done when i was younger i have like big ears right and one of I my i disagree heartily <sighs> They are actually big, though. But they're bigger than yours. You have tiny ears, though. They're definitely not. Yeah. My Get the ruler to... out. Look, I was going to say, we have measuring tape. Let's just do don't it. Don't want me to measure because I know for a fact they're bigger. This is not one of those things where I'm like, I Fishing want you for to... compliments? Yeah, it's not. It's like an yeah. actual thing. I know. I would look in the mirror and I would see my ears and they would stick out. They're not flat against my head like a lot of people's. And my right ear sticks out more than my left oh. and it's bigger than my left so i didn't just have sticky out ears i had one bigger than the other so it was like you know for years when i was growing up i dreamed about being an adult and getting to have my ears pinned back and i knew a boy at school who had his ears pinned back whoa and i, I remember when he came back to school and everyone was like whoa like you know i've never i and, mean i've heard of it yeah. But yeah whoa he just went from a six out of ten to a nine out of ten <laughs> 
The ears were really holding him back. You know what I mean? But I was very... That that was really the only thing growing up that I was, like, obsessed about. I was mm. like, I really want it. But now, I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, I wish you could see what doesn't everyone me. else sees. Your ears... There's... No one else can perceive these tiny little Well, you say that, but people did call differences. me big ears as I was growing up. But so kids will zero in on anything. Maybe you grew that, into Maybe I did. But, yeah. but no, neither here nor there. Like, mm. I know that they stick out. Right. I know that one is bigger than the other. There's a reason why one is bigger than the other, but I won't go into it. That sounds Why do you always strange. do this? Why do you even bring that up? Because I I know one is bigger than the other. Are you trying either. to tantalize our listeners? No. <laughs> but like, <laughs> we're going to get fan mail begging for the <laughs> they reason. They want to see. But yeah, that was really the only thing I've ever thought I would really actually truly get done. Mm. But then as I did get older, it went away and like, it doesn't book me anymore. Yeah. I definitely had the nose thing. We've talked about this we have a thousand this. times. I think you have a beautiful nose. Thank you. And I don't think it's in any way, you know how like, you know, people might be like, oh, such and such has a big nose. But like, I wouldn't say that you have that type of nose that people, you know what I mean? Right. But it's the same thing. Like I got made fun of when yeah. I was a kid because my nose was quote unquote big. I had someone I was with who used to tease me about my nose. Mm. So, you know, it's like, is you cute? hear that? Yeah. You yeah, yeah. It's, you, you hear it so many times you start believing it. Yeah. I think. And I have the same nose that other people in my family and they all talk about how, you know, they, we all have big noses, you know, that whole like, yeah. So it's kind of like brainwash, basically. Is what yeah. This is. But what you've also got to think is that at your nose and your ears Continue. change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they change as you get older. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think everything you have is in proportion. Like I agree. it is not. Thank it's, you. You have a very cute nose. I concur. In fact. So yeah. those people can go fuck themselves. Yes. With someone else's big nose. Because <laughs> you know. It's a very slippery slope. I yeah. feel if you start quote-unquote fixing like yes. your perceived imperfections it's like where are you going to stop right. because well that's the problem everything yeah. can be better in your idealized version of your body right you're never going to be like i'll just fix my nose or just fix my pecs or just fix my whatever yeah. like there's abs wow yeah some, some guys could like be having bigger calves. anything like oh yeah coffee implants is a thing yeah, yeah. anyway sorry continue and Paul. that's how people end up with like you know 500,000 pounds yeah. worth of plastic surgery. Mm. They now look, everything is too perfect. Everything is too modified. And that's, you know, I, I don't understand how you'd avoid that. Like yeah. once you've done it, once you've crossed the threshold of I've changed my body, like I've actually modified it to make it look better or feel better, whatever it is. I just feel like you'd be off to the races from there because what's the disincentive yeah also for some people it becomes this thing where it's like it's not a big deal in that i watched an episode of the kardashians once and the mom christiana she was like they were all going on holiday and she was like oh i'm gonna get lipo or whatever for the holiday as and one I'm does like, and i'm like can you imagine having all that money or whatever and that mentality of like knowing you can go whenever you want to get something quote-unquote fixed i'm going away or i'm doing a photo shoot so i'm gonna get you know my nose changed or my ears changed or my legs whatever it's like what it's like getting like a wax before you like what? have sex or whatever it becomes this like this is just a list of things i need to do before i show it's myself it's not a big deal and it becomes not a big deal to like go under the knife 
Yeah, and then it, talking about the Kardashians, I think in there, and then you be, and then it becomes a thing about uh, women seeing them, those those ladies. I mean, they're beautiful women, seeing them and going, "I want that. I need to achieve that." But it's like, but they're spending lots of money and surgically. T- that's all they do, like, and or or even like trainers, personal trainers. Yeah. They have so much money to yeah. spend on that kind of stuff. It's like not realistic you know not that i mean if you want if you want to be a certain way go for it but i'm just saying as a whole and like as a cultural Uh thing i feel like that can be kind of uh dangerous as well yeah they've kind of bricked themselves into a type of prison though because their profession is like looking beautiful Mm. that's like how they stay famous that's how they stay relevant (laughs) And to stay beautiful in their minds, they have to keep getting these surgeries and keep getting Mm. these procedures. And so it's like a never-ending vicious cycle where they can't stop doing all those extra external modifications. Otherwise, they will lose the money that they need in the first place to do it and vice versa. So they are like stuck on this endless treadmill of like, I have to keep changing because I have to keep appeasing my public. And that must be a pretty dangerous place to get yourself stuck in. And probably high stress for them as well, I bet. I feel like we've talked about the Kardashians like at least five times across (laughs) across our podcast run to date. And I'm like, how is it that we've talked about them this many times when we're not, you know, I don't know. Like big fans. Yeah. I don't know. It just goes to show the impact they get. Yeah. That they have had on things. That's saddening. That is saddening, yeah. I think it's impressive. It is impressive when, like... Steph's an optimist. Like, Kim came, <laughs> like Kim came out with a new beauty line this weekend. Do you know weekend. her on a first-name basis now? Yeah, me and Kim at bros. Me and K. Bros. Me and KK. Me and Kimmy. Hold on, hold on. She came out with a new line. She came out with a new beauty line, right? Hold the presses. Kim Kardashian West Beauty or whatever. And, um... Really? There's, like, contour sticks and things. And oh, anyway, okay. that's why I know about it, because it's beauty, and I always, like, try and right. find out stuff anyway about, like, new things and whatever. Um, I saw about her new beauty line, and a lot of people were like, oh, I'm never going to... Oh, my God, I would never buy from them and all that. And so an argument happens within the comments. And, and then there's always someone saying, but why, though? I mean, yes, she originally became famous because of a sex tape but that's not why she's famous now 20 years later she's like has multiple businesses Mm -hmm. and she is very rich and successful even though seemingly the world hates her but in secret they obviously don't because she wouldn't be this successful their their makeup and stuff like kylie's makeup and all that Mm -hmm. wouldn't sell out in minutes if people didn't love them. So it's like, yes, they are smart in a way. They yeah. have like capitalized on this right thing that people become obsessed with. Yeah. So no matter what you think about them, they you know, they obviously have something happening for them. So they're doing lots of things right. Maybe yeah. they just have the best makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Kim is wearing a lab coat, tinkering with yeah. chemicals. I doubt that really. Swilling much. beakers Mad around. Chemist. Yeah. <laughs> could happen could happen meanwhile all these people who are saying i would never buy from her brand because of her tawdry origins they buy from all these other brands that test on like and, yeah, bunny rabbits yeah. cute little bunny rabbits it's like also what yes yeah, so what she had a sex tape yeah she didn't the sex tape wasn't with a child it was like an actual like two consenting adults just they having were, sex were they married like too? no they were no. married 
But like, what's they the were out of deep? wedlock, Steph. It's oh, like, I thought they were married. For sin, some uh, sin. It's just classic slut shaming. That's all it is. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Does it make someone a bad person? I think I just get sick of hearing about them. Yeah. As we talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> we're perpetuating it, Steph. Yeah. This is guerrilla marketing. Yeah. You're getting paid under the table to keep mentioning. I'm getting her. sent some fucking lip kits. Is you get a sense on the dollar. <laughs> I'm not really, but I wish I was. Yeah. Right? I've considered purchasing a lip kit just because I was obsessed with lipsticks for so long. Yeah. But they're very similar to the ColourPop lipsticks, so mm. there's no point, and they're like six dollars. And we talked about this. My yeah. niece has several. Kylie Jenner. Oh yeah, and she's like ten or something, isn't she? The, she she's the eleven. Wait, that's yeah, pretty 11. crazy. And they cost a lot. They're like thirty dollars. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. What does well, it do? My my, aunt, my <laughs> makes your lips like massive. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. My niece. That's what is, people think. Has access, so yeah, access Whoa. like that's. She has access. <laughs> she knows people who she know people. She has access to money. <laughs> she has access to the Kardashians. Her management talks to, to the Kardashian No, management. I meant she has access to money. Disposable income. At 11? Uh, she runs arms internationally. Yeah, no, yeah. I think I was referring to her mom. Like, yeah, her yeah. mom has money. Cool. I actually once saw her with a shipping container filled with AK-47s. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say with it. I said, where's that going? And she said, the Russians. <laughs> and I said, all right. <laughs> With a little clipboard and yeah. a little This is adorable. <laughs> Why don't kids dress up as miniature arms dealers for Halloween? Yeah. Instead of Kardashians. Uh, the kids dress up as Kim Kardashian for know. Halloween? Possibly. I was gonna, I was Probably. There's someone somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. What's up? the costume, though? Like, how do you dress as... Long God, we've got to stop talking about yeah, her. We have, yeah. Uh, her? Yeah. Yeah. We have. Oh, God. You know so, what? Go One second. It. I've never seen a single minute of their show. No. I don't know almost anything about them. I don't know why I keep... Yeah, that's true. You don't really. What is wrong with me? I feel like, though, when people are talking like, oh, I can't get away from it, that's so true because I don't actively seek out information, yet I know everything that's happening with them. I know who Chloe's dating. You I do? know who Kendall's dating. Who's Chloe dating? I know, all about, the, I know all about the lip kits. Yeah. But you do read, like, the celebrity sites. I do I do go on the trash occasionally. The yeah. trash blog. Just so to, ha- just to like, I don't know why. I, why does anyone do it? Like, I just get caught up in it and I look, I just... Same, yeah. same. I think what I'm really doing is I'm looking for my favourite people, mm. but not realising that while I'm looking for my favourite people, I'm consuming hundreds yeah. of, bull- like, bullshit You're like, along the way. Oh, you... <laughs> you may not like this. What? I can't. You can go to I've say it now. I've myself into a corner You've got to here. say it now. I'm afraid. <sighs> I was going to say there's types of whales that swim through the ocean and they just have their mouths open to catch plankton, but they also plankton. suck in everything else, like all the trash in the ocean oh, and all no. the crappy fishes they don't want to oh. eat. Were you going to not say that because of the whale thing? Yeah. You see what society has done to yeah, us? Yeah, I know you're not calling me a whale. No, I wasn't. I knew <laughs> I knew that you weren't going to get offended, but I didn't want to start off being like, it's like you're a whale. Like, yeah, I couldn't yeah, think yeah. of a way to say it that made it clear that the comparison was yeah. the way that they eat plankton. I totally get it. I, my mind wouldn't have gone there because I know that you wouldn't have been doing that. We you start know? making out. Whereas, like, <laughs> whereas if like someone I barely knew had said that, I would automatically think they're calling me a whale. Yeah. But I know you, and I know that that I've you got don't carte make, blanche. like, 
You don't make. I've got special jokes privileges. Like yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you, you do make horrible jokes. Like no, that? she was referring. Oh, yes, you do have. There's a complicated, multi-layered conversation going Minaj on right now. Happening is what I think you mean. There's a to Nicki say. Minaj. A we Ni- mentioned Nicki Minaj a few times as well. Have we? God, what is wrong with me? I need like a lobotomy yeah. that just like sometimes, snips out that part of my brain. <laughs> sometimes I go to tell him like information that I've seen that's totally relevant and it's maybe about like it's a celebrity. And he's like, don't tell me. I don't, I don't want, want it. it taking up space in my brain. I don't want oh. it cluttering the halls of my yeah. brain mansion. And it is a mansion. It is a it's mansion. not a condominium. <laughs> it's not a semi-detached homestead. I like a mansion. Does it have a bidet? Does my brain have a bidet? Well, what you is need it, it cleaning? Clean. My mind's burnt. The trash, the trash that I tried to put in there. It is trash. Yeah, it is. It's brain poop, <laughs> if anything. That's lovely. Steph's starting to regret her choice to be on the podcast. I just imagined poop. Coming out of the ear. Oh, Why God. did you have to, You took it well, too far. I had to share it. I'm we had, sorry. We were balancing on the precipice of obscene. Now you and, and the world are imagining the same disgusting. thing as me. Oh. And you tipped us over the edge and we plummeted to our deaths. Yeah. So uh, back to Wimbledon. Remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't oh believe that's how God. this started. How the fuck did we get off that? Okay. So last time Steph came to visit me, which was 2014. She just decided one day, she was here for two weeks, and she just decided one day, let's go to Wimbledon. So we went to Wimbledon, and of course we had to camp. Yes, we had to queue. I had never camped before. You had to queue to camp, and the whole point of camping was is that you get in the queue early the next day to get tickets. So it was like a queue for a queue for a queue. This is like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd never camped before. And this was fancy. This was like glamping, but not really. Right. Because had... it was like on a really nice field with security. Yeah. There was real toilets. And so I haven't actually really camped. And we had real access toilets? to food. Or like. You know what they're mm-hmm. like? Did you, at school, did you ever have like outdoor toilets? Toilets that weren't a part of the main building? No. Okay. They were like that. They were like really fancy ported toilets, but. But all in one, not oh, not, okay. not just one toilet. The actual had cubicles. Didn't they flush? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the only way I can describe. I've them. taken us on a weird yeah. tangent. Tell well, me about the plumbing. Was yeah. it up to spec? <laughs> did it meet specifications for that building was, type? But we had a ton of fun. We did have a ton of fun camping. Yes, and it rained, and our tent leaked. Yes, because Only in we the bought court. the cheapest yeah, tent. Yeah, <laughs> we bought the cheapest two-man tent, which, by the way... This is not too bad. Steph is basically the same size as me, so it was basically like... It was like a two-man tent for someone who looks more like Ryan, who's, like, slimmer. They call know? me Slenderman. So me and, me and <laughs> Steph Johnny were, Slenderman. like, lying on top of each other, like, trying to, like... We had we to lie on our really sides. Sleep, did we? We slept a little, but... Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. It was very strange. Two girls are lying on top of each other. There's not a lot of sleeping going on. (laughs) Let me tell you, listeners. Thankfully, the tent only leaked in the corners. Right. Like, it didn't just come through everywhere. And if you can imagine the tent, the water was kind of... It almost was like dew, right, on the inside of the tent. And it would just, like, slowly... Drip down the the sides and into the corners. And then we had, like, tissue and napkins. We were like... (laughs) 
<laughs> and we didn't even, we were like, yeah, screw that tent. We put it in the trash. Well, the yeah, we didn't day. pack we, it open, take it home. We just threw it away. We threw yeah. it in the beam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it'd be a good move. Yeah, it was. You it like was bought fun. it on the day, right? Like you got a taxi yeah, we across. It. Town no, that to get was. It. Oh, oh, that was. This <laughs> is okay. So, <clears throat> set the scene. <laughs> Exterior day. <laughs> Enter Samantha. So we bought the tent, our two-man tent that we were just talking about that leaked, like the day before, which was when you decided we wanted to go. So there was no like real planning. It was just quick. No. Let's go to Argos and get a tent. Yeah, but the cheapest one. So. We finally get through the first queue. We get our little tent spot, right? Mm. We set the tent up. We have some really horrible van food that oh, was really was, disgusting. Yeah, it was bad. <clears throat> we get into the tent. It starts raining. We see that it's leaking. <clears throat> this is like 7 p.m. or something, or half seven or whatever, at night. I say I could see how close the nearest Argos is, which is where you can get tents from. And if it's not far, I could jump in a cab and go and get one. Right? You stay here because you've got all our stuff. Blah, Guard blah. the spot. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> so I do that. There's an Argos down the road. It'll be fine. But it takes me a while to get out of the grounds. I have to get a cab. There's traffic... I didn't, I'd never been to Wimbledon before, so I didn't know what it was like. But basically, all surrounding the Wimbledon area is like a traffic jam mm. for people and cars. There's just so many people, so many cars trying to get in and out. Finally get in a cab. Finally get to Argos. It looks like a bit of a shitty area, like a shitty neighbourhood. I'm like, oh. It also doesn't really look like the city anymore. And so I'm concerned about whether I'm going to be able to get a cab home. Mm. At this point, it's like twilight, right? In the summer, so you know it's late. Yeah. <clears throat> the taxi guy says to me, have you just got to run in? And even though that's not true, I say yes. <laughs> he says, I'll wait. Not with the meter running or anything. So I'm like, okay, it's fine. You had given me your card, mm. which is an American card, which you could use here, right? So I go to pay for the tent. She says, have you got any ID? I'm like, fuck, no. So I say, okay, I'll go out and get cash. But your card wouldn't give me any cash. Yeah. So I try to take money off my card. And then I'm really concerned about not being actually able to afford it because it was like a £60 tent and that's right. a lot of money. So now I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? So instead I go back to the woman I say, I pay for it. And that's when I'm like having the dilemma. So while I'm waiting to pick up the tent, I change my mind. I go back to the woman and I say, can I have a refund? <laughs> because I'm so concerned with all the money situation. This is all over. It felt like it took a year. I got out there. The taxi had gone. It's now almost dark. And I'm in a neighbourhood I don't know. I don't even know the name. I don't know where I am. I look all down the street, try and look for cabs. There's, like, police going by, like, every two minutes because you know it's clearly one of those neighbourhoods. <laughs> and all the shops are closing and I'm like, shit. Yeah. So I tried to Google taxi company near me or whatever. Mm. And for some reason, it just wasn't giving me anything. And I was even thinking, if you, Ryan knew that I was, like, out in the middle furious. of nowhere... Yeah. And I can't call you, right? Because I because no... you don't have a phone. You didn't have a phone, or 
I think maybe we had the backup phone and the battery died or something. Something happened, yeah. So I eventually get through to this very strange automated taxi company that just says you are now in a queue and you have to like input your address or whatever. I'm frantically searching for like street signs. And then I see a cab <laughs> and I eventually jump into the cab. By the time I get back to Wimbledon and back into the grounds and back to you, it's pitch black. They're yeah. closing the grounds and, and we hadn't eaten since no. like the afternoon. We were going to get pizza, but... All the pizza places and delivery places had closed. So we didn't eat. We didn't have a tent. The tent was leaking. And we just was just like, give up on life. We had, like, M&M's. Yeah, we had, like, warm M&M's and, like... Heating them over the fire. Warm Pringles. <laughs> making, and like, oh, we had Pringles. Making yeah. M&M soup. It was terrible. Making but, a broth. Yeah. It was... But it was still... I don't know, like, looking back on it, it was still it was so still much fun. Co- yeah, it was. Yeah. It didn't, like... It was an adventure. Yeah, it didn't put, like... I mean, by the time I got back, everything was fine. Yeah. It wasn't even that much of an upset that we couldn't eat. It was, like... We're going to be at Wimbledon tomorrow. And yeah. we're camping. And it's the first time we'd ever actually met in person. Yeah. And so I was high on that, you know? Yeah. And um, Just imagine if you'd bought the tent and then set it up when you got back and it still leaked. Uh, yeah. That would have been no, like the we capstone were, on that shitty I day. I researched yeah. that junk, man. We were looking at the different <laughs> layers and how, how yeah. the thread count was. It was bigger as well. It, and was, it was bigger, just, yeah. Yeah. That's all right. But yeah, so. then the next day was like amazing. And the sun was out. Which... Yeah, you got... Which was... <laughs> I have to say, I detest sport. Like, right. I really hate sport. However, seeing tennis... I mean, of all the sports, tennis is probably one of the best ones, purely because it's not that typical macho, you know. Right. Um, But actually, it was really fun seeing it. Like, it was... The atmosphere, quite close to yeah, the actual... we were, yeah. and the atmosphere is very different. Like I've been to a football match or a soccer match, and it's very scary because people just get crazy, you mm, know. Yeah. And tennis was just very posh and mild, sure. and yeah, yeah. And there was like lots of security and soldiers waiting at the thing yeah it was it's like, Wimbledon's no joke yeah it was crazy it was crazy but it was really good and we got good seats too. we did get good seats mm. you saved a seat and I got back and you got burnt already oh. she'd been in the sun for like 10 minutes and she was like I, I burnt all my shoulders on my back I just burned really you wouldn't if you looked at me you wouldn't yeah. go wow that girl must burn fast because I'm not we You're talked not like, about this yeah. I'm like in Sa- Sammy's standards I'm tan you yes, consider you me are. tan. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm like, no, but I do. I burn really easily. Yeah. It's really bizarre. But you live I mean, in California. I yeah. know. Which is like sun-baked territory. I know. Which is which is why I'm as tan as I am. Because when before, I lived away from California for about 14 years. Like, I came back for a few months here and there. Yeah. yeah. But I lived away from California for 14 years. And I lost some of that coloring because when I moved back that first summer, you just it, I burned. So I mean, my forearms were burning. Like every, I would, you know, because I didn't have sun tint on my, I didn't have tint on my yeah. windows. So like I would get burnt while I was driving. Like oh, man. it was, cra- it was crazy. And now I've got like my forearms now are 
are, you know, they're just not truly brown. Now. Yeah, they're like, just yeah. But I still my my upper arms and everything else still burns. So it's really odd that I burned so fast. But yeah, I got yeah. burned that day, and I, but I had a hat on. Yes, you so did my have face a was okay. Yeah, we had those, those. Yes, we bought hats. We bought especially. hats. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing. Like cute hats. Yeah, yeah. it's a thing. You yeah. wear a nice hat. At, yeah. to go to see tennis, tennis or whatever. Yeah, and we even wore, you that. wore a dress. Remember? Yeah, and, and I, I don't. I, and I heard they were dresses. Yeah. but yeah, I wore a dress. It was good. Yeah, I didn't wear any of my dresses this time. And I bought like you bought dresses especially. I bought for dresses the trip. for the trip, and yeah. I ended up just wearing one. It's like when you go places and you pack nearly all your clothes, but you know you're never going to wear them all. Yeah, it, everyone does that. I think it's irritating. Yeah. But or I might maybe... need my wellies, <laughs> and I might need my long sleeve dress shirt in case I meet the queen. Yeah. <laughs> you pack everything just for like the tiniest contingency. Spe- yeah. Speaking of trips, we were going to go to London, the three of us. Yeah, we were going to return to the yeah the motherland. We were going to go and have a day of it, and then of course when we woke up that day, there'd yeah. been another like five hours before we were scheduled yeah. to go. Some guy had drove a van into a bunch of people. Yeah. So we kind of agonised a little bit about whether we should go. You know, but in the end, we decided not to. And, yeah. It know, sucked, but it's it not suck. worth risking your life. Even if there's an extra 5% chance that you're putting yourself yeah. in danger, it's like, it's not worth yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, I think I would have always thought, like, when my mom says things, like, if she's going places and then people say, like, yeah, but you shouldn't, like, stop doing the things you're going to do just in case. But I think when you're in that position, like, that morning when I was, like, we're going to be right there. We were going to be in Westminster. We were going to be in Trafalgar. We are going to be in all those high-profile, like, central places. Yeah. It's like something happened just in Westminster the other day. Like, we were going to be getting multiple tubes and trains, going on the London Eye, going on the Thames, doing all these things where it's like, if something's going to happen, it's going to happen where we'll be, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it's kind of like when you're actually in that position... Yeah, I just went into scared mode, unfortunately. Yeah. I just did. It and sucked, I'm, but it's like, you know. Yeah, my whole thing was I was not about to get on a train with you knowing they, there was any, even a little bit of anxiety, even a little bit yeah. of like, because it just isn't worth it to me. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to go with you and then have you be like freaked out, even a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just not worth it to me to yeah. do that. And, because I am one of those people who says, I'm not going to stop doing what I want to do. I mean, people ask me, are you still going to go to England because yeah. of what had happened before? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to go to England. You know what yeah. I mean? But I mean, at the same time, going to London, it was, we made a decision as a yeah. group. It was kind of just like, this isn't going to yeah. work this time. And there'll be ne- there'll be other yeah. times, you know, next time I we'll think go. as well, it wasn't as bad because when you came to visit us before we lived in london so you've right. done the london thing already right you know yeah. right so even though it sucked it wasn't as huge a blow as like i've never been and i can't because i was so worried i was like you've come all this way yeah. and i can't like but yeah. you know you just make the decision and you just have to kind of stick to it and just the thing i was saying to you is when you think about the decision in terms of yourself you're usually like of course i'm gonna go like i don't care about the danger but then, like, when I think about you going, Sam, it's like, I don't want you to go. Yeah. You always have mm-hmm. that extra level of, like, paranoia and over-cautiousness when it's another person that you care about. 
But when it's a, like, am I going to go? It's like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I'll risk it. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. it's like when you think about a loved one putting themselves in that mm-hmm. position, it lets you see it clearly. Yeah, because I asked my mom, I said, what would you do? And she said I wouldn't go, but then she admitted to me what she really meant was I would go, but I don't want you to go. And I then also had to think, what if it was you, Ryan, who wanted to go and I wasn't going and I knew you were going to be in London that day, I wouldn't want you to go either. So I I thought about all these things and it's like, it's just not worth it. And you have kids, Steph, and it's like, what if something happens and you've got kids and you're in a different country? And I just had all these... My mind went down all the paths it could right. possibly go down. Not even that, but going back to, like, thinking, okay, well, something's probably not going to happen, actually, today because something already happened a few hours ago and the city will be on even higher alert. But but then you think about your own anxiety and you yeah. were sort of talking about, right. what if now, as soon as I get on the train, I have a panic attack because I'm prone to that kind of thing anyway. Mm-hmm. And then it just would fuck up the whole day anyway so it's like you've right. got to think about everything and it just was the best decision i think yeah as sad as it is you yeah. know that we all love london it's like i agree yeah but the trip has been really good yeah laid back very laid back nice. like we've had days where we just did nothing <laughs> and we just slept yeah and, and we've like watched tv and stuff yeah, yeah. i think my body is 60 percent pizza Yes, we've ate so much pizza. pizza. Oh, man. I have, like, pizza sauce running through my veins. (laughs) Do you have cheese on top? Yeah, my hair has, like, now just become strands of cheese. It's mozzarella. My skin is now, like, pizza dough. I've slowly become pizza pizza man. Your your toes are, like, the the little pizza crusts. You could break off a few of my toes and have them as Yeah, I could. Put them in the microwave and warm them up. I don't need all my toes. You just need the end The ones. big toe is the important. The big one and the little one. Because that's for balance. Yeah. But the middle one. And the ones. little one. Isn't the little one for balance as well? Isn't that what they say? Oh, I just made that up. Who's they? The toe the doctors? The toe palipo? The toe police. <laughs> how, many, how many toes do you have, sir? The toe palipo? Let me count them. Yeah. I thought the little toe is like eventually we evolving. It's getting smaller and smaller and we don't need it anymore. It's like the... Possibly, yeah. I thought, I thought that's it's it. like what? I'm trying to think. What's that thing that you can get cut out of you the appendix <laughs> yes it's, it's the What's appendix that thing of your you foot can get cut it's, out the of you? <laughs> no. it's that one organ you don't need it's like <laughs> the vestigial thing from when we were cavemen we also have two kidneys that we don't need it's not that we don't need them it's that you can, we can survive live on one, yeah. right but what kind of life is that i ask you <laughs> if you can't pound 10 jaeger bombs yeah and only have a very severe sad kidneys Liver. Hangover liver. the next day. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah, but it's been fun. It's been a good trip. Has. Definitely. One of the places we got to go to was the Castle Ruins. Yes, that was And fun. that was... <clears throat> I'm a history geek. I love history. Yeah. I want to be a history teacher. I'm going to school to be a history yes. teacher. So this was super exciting for me just to like touch the walls. I'm like, this is gonna be <laughs> I so have long. that video of you yeah, touching you the walls. Freaking out and yeah. just groping the yeah. stone walls. And it was, yeah, it was really, I don't know, I love it. It was yeah. a lot of fun. And that was kind of like probably one of the highlights, right, of what we did. I mean, we did a few yeah, things. Yeah, I think but... so. Because it was cool walking down the little trail yeah. and trying to like actually find the ruins and then... yeah. 
The sun was like breaking through the clouds, right, right into the ruins. It was yeah. really pretty. We went at the perfect time of day, exactly. It was yeah. Just as the sun was coming down. Yeah, that's really what I was. Pretty. That's what I was just gonna say. It was yeah. the perfect time, and we we did we got some Kodak moments. <laughs> yeah, we got some Polaroids. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was. But you all like like that because I remember like when you first came, you were like, I want to go to like the oldest pub we can find like because oh, you want to go yeah. to like all the really old places yeah and i'm like is 1652 old enough and they're like <laughs> yeah and we took you to a castle like a proper Legit, like yeah castle that has more of it it's not just like ruins you can actually go in and like walk you know, up do stuff yeah. oh yeah we walked up the stairs to the top there's windy stairs yeah Ugh, that was in that again yeah, that was nerve-wracking. Then you have to go back down. Then you have to go back down. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no, that was... But it was still really pretty up yeah, there. Yeah, so we went to a few... It was, yeah. We went to a few of those type of places. I know you love that stuff. Yeah, I really do. Because growing up in California, we have missions. But, I mean, you think... I mean, the earliest you're going to see that is, like, the 1500s. You know what I mean? Like, that's... I mean, and that's even early. That's probably too early. But, I mean, you think Christopher Columbus, you know, 1492. So, nothing west, like, you know, castles or just architecture, the way that we're used to seeing it, what I'm used to seeing. Like, it's nothing like what you have here. So, that's why it fascinates me so much. Um, And the East Coast of America has, like, quite old buildings as well. That I love. I love oh. when I lived on the East Coast. I loved just visiting, just look, staring at buildings going, wow, a sailor used to yeah. live there and he was a merchant. And, you know, like wow. <laughs> these, you know, just like random weird things. So where did you live on the East Coast? I lived in Charleston, South Carolina. So That's the East Coast? Yeah. It is? Yeah. I thought it was like It's on the Atlantic the Ocean. South. It's on the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah that means it's southeast. Southeast. Yeah, like if you if you look at the a map of the United States, and you see like New York, you know where New York is. Yeah. If you just look down, it's it's there on the coast. Oh wow! Just you, I would never down. think that because of how like the weather and stuff and what it looks like. Maybe. I yeah, it's. I mean, it's gorgeous there, and it's one of the oldest cities. Charleston is. Do you say isn't that is that the place where you say sometimes there's places here that look similar? Yes, because it's so green here, and it's so green in Charleston, and that is just so foreign to me because growing up in Southern California, we have green. It's not like we don't have yeah. green grass. We do because we water it. We have our <laughs> watering system that we get criticized for. But the grass is greener over here, Steph. For real, yeah. like legit. Like when I lived in Germany, also, and it was so green there. And, yeah, you just, it's just different. I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah. I didn't really understand what green was until I lived in other parts of the country yeah. outside of my little pocket where I lived growing up. So where else have you lived in America? Um, okay, so I lived in San Antonio, Texas for five and a half years. Um, and that was nice. It was, I lived there before I lived in Charleston. So, um Culturally, it's different, but it was great to live there. And they have um, a landmark, um, the Alamo, which yeah. is... I remember the Alamo. Yeah, which is really cool. And uh, they have the Riverwalk, and so there's a lot of history in that town also. Do they also. have seasons? 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Does it get cold? Oh, yeah. We have ice storms. In Texas? Uh-huh. Yeah. God, you never think that. No. Yeah. Just to, I just and think the, of it as being hot. No. Like uh-uh. California, like all the time. No, no. Texas gets snow. <clears throat> wow. In like Dallas, Texas. All, wow. Yeah, the northern cities, they all get snow. But we, we got ice storms. I remember getting ice storms. And like the whole city shut down. Which is really funny. Like, kids didn't have to go to school. And I'm just like, really? And because we, I had come from Germany relatively. I mean, I lived in other places in between. Yeah. But living in Germany, it's like, it snowed. It, yeah. We had ice storms. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, you got to go to work. Yeah. I got to go to work. Okay, snow, we'll drive carefully. You know? It's like here. The snow has to be like, you like feet deep. You have to be able to lose get, a small tub. Yeah, in it. until you get like a snow day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, we we had we had days where my kids didn't go to school because there was ice. But it was like I think it was like danger, like they were worried because to like drive cuz the, like... the ice was um dangling from the wires um oh, yeah. the electrical cords that would run through town right. and they were like icicles and so they were like falling. Yeah. Like on not on people, hopefully. Hopefully not. not. Yeah, but we had them along our roof, I remember, and my mom had was there with us and she was like, please don't mess with those. Those are actually really dangerous. <laughs> Cause you know, because it's just it's, like 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 glass. It's yeah. Like, that's what it is. That's yeah. how sharp it is. Yeah. Pointed glass. Yeah. It's like yeah. glass spears. But of course that's we like took- the perfect murder, by oh. the way. Like killing kill someone, someone with, with, a, with a shard of ice because then it will just dissolve. It's um, not really the perfect murder because you still killed you someone. You know what? In yeah. theory, okay? In yeah. Theory. So I lived in San Antonio, Charleston, Germany. And then I lived in Monterey, California. Which is which, like a sea town, right? Right. It's in on the central coast of California. Um, Isn't there a cheese named for the... Monterey. Monterey, Monterey Jack. Che- yeah. Yes. I don't. Know I don't know if it's how there's the any correlation. I'm not sure. It if just might a, be the same. It might be a coincidence. Two yeah. very distant synapses in my brain just <laughs> lit up as you said that name, and I was like, "Cheese." Yeah. I'm geez. sorry for derailing. That's okay. Mouse. Yeah. But I I didn't live there very long. But it was it's a really I had a garden there because the soil oh, was so wow. amazing. I know it's really random. But it's so weird that you say it like that because it's like nearly everyone has a garden here. <laughs> no, well, I mean, you can have gardens wherever. You mean you actually had, you planted stuff? I had, yeah, I had like a little... You yeah, tended it, to your garden? I tended to my garden, yeah. yeah. But in other places I lived, I could have, but the soil was just really rich and easy to work with. Yeah. Whereas in like Southern California, it's tougher, it's rockier. So you can't plant the same type of... What's your favorite place that you've lived in terms of, because I know we've talked about this briefly before. Yeah. They can all be in terms of different things. Yeah. So your place, favorite place to live in terms of what it looks like. Right. So probably Charleston. I think that's my favorite place just because of the history there. Yeah. And visually it's green. There are lots of lakes. Lots of rivers. It does sound really pretty. Yeah. Maybe not so many lakes, but lots of rivers. And obviously the ocean is right there. There's a beach, you know. And I grew up going to the beach, so. Yeah. You know, that's kind of one of those. Because you're a Cali girl. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's probably my favorite place. This is a good place to move on to the first topic, I think. It is, yes. Okay, so the first topic that we have. First topic is very topical. Uh, um, 
is... We just leave the room. Yeah, you just we leave We quit the podcast. In my shitty, shitty, shitty whatever Steph takes me back to California. Yeah. <laughs> no! What about me? You're just going to leave me here with That Rudy? pun was so bad that we're going to elope you know in what? anger, in Fuck defiance. You both. <laughs> um, okay, so our first topic is, we thought we'd talk about... I feel like lots of people, especially like in the Western world, it's obvious what's different between like different countries you know um there are lots of like words we know we say different um spellings that are different you know chips for fries and all that type of thing but then as you've been here the second time i feel like there are a lot more surprising things that are different that you wouldn't necessarily think and i thought that would be a good thing to talk about the differences between the uk and the us yes if you will that are more surprising than those average... Surface level. Yeah, things right. that, you know, I'm butchering this, but yeah. Yeah, so my, the first thing that I, hit me right uh, right away was that the Dr. Pepper tastes different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, Sammy, I love you. Seriously, I love you. You were so sweet. You got me chocolate and a Dr. Pepper because you knew I was going to be like craving something and I got the plane. So we get home and I opened my Dr. Pepper and I'm like, thank you. It didn't taste quite right. Um, and I looked on the back and it had sugar, which we use the fructose, the fru- corn syrup, corn syrup. Yeah. Um, that's one thing that's different, which wouldn't be that much i don't think that would be that big of a difference yeah that's not the alone. major difference i don't the, think the major difference was the what is it called the sweetener um, the artificial sweetener they use in the regular yeah. dr pepper and i was like okay we put this in our diet dr pepper but we don't put this in regular, our regular yeah. and i just happen to be really averse to that flavor because i mean i could go into a story but i won't but i have a thing about that and well, diet drinks taste shit well so yeah like, they, you know, i don't i'm not a that. fan so that was the first thing that i was like dang that's really different and i've noticed the, the whole trip you know like the seven up and the sprite that i drink it was, was different. so sweet yeah it's just different so that was probably the right away the bread now we have white bread here Sam and Ryan have white bread. So I don't normally eat white bread back in the States, but I do. I love it. So, yeah, I right away was like, okay, this is different. And it's definitely not as sweet. And you don't think bread is being sweet. Yeah. But But you don't. Yeah, you don't. But But I had always heard that it was. I mean, my brother lives in America now. He lives in um, Illinois. And he... what sometimes, especially when he first moved there, I'd be like asking him questions, and he was saying how like the bread is like really sweet and he doesn't like it, and and there's lots of different types of bread, and he's tried different types of bread, right. and it's it's all just like sweet, and yeah. he doesn't understand why yeah. he can't just get regular well, bread. Yeah, and it's weird because I I said to you I was like it just doesn't taste like anything. Like your bread tastes very bland to me. But in a way, it, it's like that's what bread is because yeah. bread is usually the thing you put with other things. Right. You know? Right. The sandwich tastes like what you put in the sandwich. Not the bread. The bread right. is really just there to hold it. And so for and for me, bread has a distinct taste. Yeah. That it just is not oh. similar. 
I mean, it's similar, yeah. but it's just not. Do you the same. like uh, bread? I do. Yes. I do enjoy it, though. It's yeah. so soft. <laughs> it is very, very it's soft. It's really soft bread. Yeah. And that's one thing that I'm it's like, It's big, wow. too, right? Yes. That was the other thing. Like, I'm like, that thing would not fit in my toaster. <laughs> like, no, for real. Like, it's just large. <laughs> it's just much bigger. For anyone who is in England, I'm guessing, or the UK, we were using Warburton's, and everyone knows that's longer than even our regular bread. Mm. It's like especially long. Yeah. So even I have to like flip my toast to get all the corners. Yeah, but, but it's um, but it's wider. To I mean, like yeah, the, all, the entire is dimension big, is a little bit yeah. bigger. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for sure. So the bread was was definitely like even. Even when I was making my egg fried egg sandwich, I knew I could tell. I was like, okay, this is a little bit different, but I didn't mind it. Like I said, yeah. I like it. It's all good. So, um, the other thing was the water. <laughs> it's getting okay. fundamental now. Wait, before you talk about the water, okay. I feel like the food thing in general. What we kind of gathered. Okay. By, this is the end of the trip now. You're leaving in the morning. Sure. And what we've gathered. Because I've made you, I've cooked you some things. I've made you eat all I've this different you, food. Yeah, <laughs> I've cooked you some things, you know, fresh things, and you've also tried frozen things. Um, what we've discovered is that things aren't as flavorful. Right. You are used to more sugar, more salt. More Obviously, salt. drinks aside, because you were saying our ah, drinks are sweeter, but that's just because your drinks are made with corn syrup. Right. But everything else, food is sweeter and it has more salt and here you're saying it's more bland yeah which was yeah <laughs> like mind-boggling yeah. to me like i don't understand it chicken strips in america if you if you are from america you know chicken strips we have them at like every fast food restaurant chicken strips you can go get tyson chicken strips in the freezer every every store has them or whatever and there's a distinct flavor and i could not find yeah you tried different flavors. i tried different yeah. ones and they were just not seasoned enough yeah i couldn't i was like i it was it was hard for me i mean to be honest it was hard because i was just i just wanted more flavor i found myself putting salt on the fried chicken which i've never done in my (laughs) life but i was like it just needs something Something. else and uh yeah so i think the seasoning is yeah i think this also brings up something though that like when you had said to me originally, just get frozen ones, in yeah. my mind then automatically is like, yeah, but they're going to be shit. Because here, you know, a lot of people will buy frozen food because they have to buy frozen food because sure. it's cheaper. Rather than frozen's better or frozen's on par with fresh. Like, even though occasionally things are you the same. You can get good frozen food. And you food. can get good frozen food. Generally, especially things with, like, chicken. In my mind, it's like, get the fresh... Because I was trying to get you to get the fresh, like, chicken goujons and things. Right. Which are basically chicken strips, but fresh. Well, not fresh, but you know what I mean. Right. And I think that was also, in my mind, why they tasted a bit shit. Like, right. Whereas that's... It's not like that in your experience. Frozen food is, like, does have the flavor, does have the taste there. Right, right. It does. And it's not good for you or anything. No, I mean, no, it no. Doesn't but have that's, like, like, a different conversation. Yeah, that's a different... Yeah, yeah. yeah no... Um, and that was uh, one of the other things that I noticed that we, you guys have like ready meals in a refrigerated section and not just like a little section. You guys have a, a, we have a whole aisle. Yeah. Of just ready meals that you just, uh, we don't, that's not, um, 
from my experience, that isn't something that I but you see. have ready meals, right? Yeah, but not in the refrigerator department. They're always frozen? Every, we keep most everything frozen, yeah. So that was something oh. that I was like, we only went to the grocery store a couple times. But yeah. I was like, what? Like, there's just so much of it. Not not nearly yeah. the same. Um, we have less. But, yeah, so the seasoning, you're right. That was, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But all the other, like, the fast food tastes the same. Yes. McDonald's tastes the same. KFC, Papa John's, things like that all yeah. taste the same. Yeah. Um, chocolate does not taste the chocolate, same. Chocolate, no. And chocolate's talk- better, right? I have no comment on that. Wow. <laughs> Diplomatic answer. No. I, no. Okay, so no. The Kit Kat bar that I bought. Oh, yeah. Tasted bitter. And it was like. Not the same. You know why? Because you put too sugar in everything. You put way too much sugar in everything. Okay, so you I'm, can't taste the chocolate it's anymore. Or you can it's taste the chocolate company. Yeah, yeah, no. All <laughs> you can taste yeah. is the sugar, and you can't taste the chocolate. Steph that's is not why. a chocolatier, yeah. don't you know? Yeah, no, yeah. I was like, that's you like, like a- Kit Kats because I'm not taking these with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The chocolate tastes different. I don't mind like um, the the air you you the, give me the whispers. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Cadbury's basically. Yeah, that which was which is fine. what uh, like apart from chocolatiers, that's like the best. Chocolate. Yeah, so yeah. that was really nice. That was milky, but the Kit Kat bar, I was like, what am I eating right now? <laughs> like, was it really that not, different? It tasted bitter to See, me. See, this gets me excited because I want to taste. There's so many things I want to taste. Taste right. Yeah. Well, now you're gonna have to try a Kit Kat bar from yeah. America because there's is there's something different to it. So. I feel like you have more flavors. Of she things. comes to our country, insults yeah. our chocolate. <laughs> this is an outrage. Kit Kats aren't even it's, fucking made here, and they're not made in America either. They're made somewhere else. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. But um. I but yeah. So go on to the water. Right. So everything is filtered. Right? I mean, most people filter their water. They have a Brita or you buy bottled water. Some people drink tap, whatever. I'm talking about both countries now. But water tastes different here to me than it does. And I'm talking about filtered water. I'm talking about Avion and smart water. It tastes different. Tastes different. Because I'm not a fan of Avion in the U.S. I think it tastes like tap water. I don't think I tasted any water here. That didn't taste like tap water. All of the bottled water tasted like tap water to me. However, you can drink the Evian here and you can't I drink could, it there. Yeah, exactly. So like, I was it, managing. Yeah. It's more manageable. So even though it tastes like tap water, it doesn't taste like it's the not, shittiest tap water. Exactly. It's like a bit of better version. Right. And I'm just like, why is that? But the water is tapped, or the, the water is sourced here. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? So it's like the water that we get from the Rocky Mountains is gonna taste a certain way the minerals are slightly different it's gonna Mm. right i mean i don't know but definitely a difference and i was very again surprised by that you tried like four different types of water as well yeah and as someone who doesn't ever drink water unless i have to and by that i mean if i'm out on the train or something and i get offered a bottle of water i'll take it or i'm somewhere and i ask for a tap water like that's the only time i ever drink water and to me it all tastes the fucking same (laughs) So, Steph I, is a connoisseur yeah, of so, water. Yeah. yeah, and you don't drink tap water at home. You buy bottled right. water. Yeah, like by the. She's a hydrologist, liter. and I, I mean, I buy bottled water that's not sourced in California. I do that on purpose. Where's this? Because it's hard, like harder in California. No, because we're in a drought. <laughs> so oh. I don't drink tap, and I don't drink bottled water from um, California. Oh. I drink bottled water that's sourced. 
I think it's the Rocky Mountains. She wants that gourmet water. Yeah. No, I specialty. honestly, it's, honestly, I feel like I have to. You know, you want to do something. You know, that about means you're paying for water twice. Yes, but I, I'm not drinking out of the tap water, so I'm drinking. Yeah, I have to pay for water for washing my clothes and taking yeah. showers and stuff. But yeah, the water isn't isn't that expensive. So bottles of water are ninety nine cents. However, I was know. just saying I don't notice the difference between water, but but. When we lived in London, the water was different. Oh, man. It was dirtier. Yeah. I could tell on my skin because my face was kind of more oily. And also, if I ever just quickly got some out of the tap or whatever, I tasted it. I it didn't taste couldn't as drink good. it. I yeah. feel like you couldn't drink it. Yeah. Whereas here, you can drink tap without filtering it. Yeah. And it tastes more or less the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... we. I experienced that yeah. in California, the water, when you... F- in the town I live in right now, it doesn't, but in the town I grew up in, you turn the faucet on and it looked foggy. Yeah, the hot water then, would be foggy. And then it, well, you have to give it a minute, let it settle. That's yeah. disturbing. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know what that sediment is in let my it, water. Let it settle and then you can drink it. It's, Scoop out yeah, the debris. Yeah. Yeah. But see, when I was growing up, I drank tap. It wasn't. It wasn't until I moved to Germany. That I stopped drinking got tap that water. European. She got that sophisticated European oh, you taste. Drink they it. told us not to, and I don't know why. I, why though? Do you think that was like the people in the like? I I don't know. I I think because it made us sick, and so they were like, just don't drink it. it. Made I don't because yeah, yeah it made it, most most people would come over because they weren't used to it. Their bodies uh, weren't used to it. Yeah, okay. but because I don't think there's anything wrong with like it's not, no, it's there's nothing yeah. wrong with it from that perspective like and as a, from a health perspective but our yeah. bodies just aren't used to it yeah but um but yeah so i don't know it is very odd but definitely there's a definite change taste wise from there to here so what other things were did you find like surprising that weren't food or drink uh, i know you have like a list <laughs> <laughs> okay hold on can i just do the restaurant thing uh, okay, okay, so we were at a restaurant, um, and I ordered water with lemon, and first off... With ice. Right, with ice, and they put, like, two or three cubes oh of ice. Oh, my God, and she asked for extra asked ice, for extra and they put ice. one ice in. They're stingy with the ice. I know, right? I'm like, what's going on Whereas, here? Whereas, like, I feel like in America, they... they cram like, your glass with ice, and then put the 70% liquid 70% ice. Yeah. Well, maybe not, yeah. Yes. So, and then the lemon was like this sliver. <laughs> it was like this it thin was a slice. slice. Yeah. It was a very thin slice. She's like, in America, we get a wedge. We so get we wedge. In America, we sometimes they just it. give you a bag of lemons <laughs> and say, do it yourself. Yeah. No, but it's just different. You know, it was just, okay. So, but that, okay, lemon, the way a lemon is sliced isn't a big deal. Yeah. But I drank my water and I'm thinking to myself. Wait, Where's my... Yeah. She turns to me and goes, I'm surprised they haven't filled up my water. And I was like... <laughs> These uh, haughty Americans and their like, demands. Yeah. I was like, you have to ask. I was like, unless you... Even though it's free, the water, tap water. Because I think, I think it's illegal for people to refuse tap water. Mm. But... Um, Steph's like a reverse red yeah. coat. She comes over here, invades our country... <laughs> Makes all these unreasonable demands on our people. Oh, my gosh. We need to fend her off, her and her kind. I'm so bad. I just wanted another (laughs) cup of fucking water. (laughs) And it 
was so funny when I, when we said, can we have more ice? And I swear she put one and a half little blocks right. of ice in. And I was just like, she at that point, I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was really... It, and, like, in America, waiters, waitresses, servers, whichever term you prefer, they will top off your they water. They will hover. They will be, like, there. They come, they come and to- top off your water or your liquid, whatever, your soda, they will come over and top it off, and if or if it's almost gone, they'll say, "Would you like a fresh one?" You don't have to call them over; they'll just yeah. come randomly. But not just water, right? You get free refills at a lot of places, right? Of whatever drink you have, right? Lemonade or soda, yeah. or yeah. If Isn't it's a bottled, that... they usually don't like. If it's beer, they don't. No, they but... maybe the difference is that service people in America are are hoping for tips. True. Whereas yeah. here they don't care because they're just getting a wage. But the servers don't make the rule that free you get free refunds. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's like a common. But just e- a common if the rule thing. is there, you're more likely to be diligent yeah. about it because you're hoping to get tipped well. Yeah, yeah, even though it's known that like tipping is really only something you do in like America and Canada or whatever. It, is it even a thing in Canada? I, I have know. no idea. I've never been but to Canada. Like, I'll tipping, ask my cousin. Tipping is not standard <laughs> anywhere else in the world. Right. I mean, there are cities, big cities do have places that will take tips or, like, expect a tip now. Like, some places in London, it'll say at the bottom of the receipt, like, tip, whatever. But it's not expected like it is in America. Right. It's almost frowned upon not to tip, even if you get, like, a bad... Like, I was saying, right. so many times I've seen discussions, like, on message boards and stuff, where people are talking about the tipping thing, and it's like... I got bad service, so I only tipped 10%. And I'm like, what the fuck? You got bad service? What did you tip? Like, I would have left that a bunch of rocks That doesn't make any sense. As my tip. That makes no sense. But again, it might just be because I've never been in a situation where it's been expected that I tip. Like, right. you, you grew up with that mentality. Sure. But, um, but even still, so even though that's a known thing that you don't like tip here, you did say to me a few times, should we tip? Like, yeah, it just so... feels, it's so ingrained. Like, oh my gosh, with those, with the, with the, um, pedicures. Yeah. They that wouldn't was, have got a tip. <laughs> I felt really bad. Not tipping? Oh yeah. That was really hard on me. Even that though was... they gave us a bad job. Well. I mean, the only thing that they did bad that we realized was bad at the time was they didn't give us good enough leg massages. Well, they didn't give us a leg massage. And well, she, I got to. one. Well, I didn't get one. Right. And also... They didn't the, like you. Two days later, our nail varnish Right. Well, off. that's a whole other ballgame. Because yeah. if I would have known, I wouldn't have felt bad. But at the time, I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Because I tell that's you just, why, it's just not... If that was a tipping situation for me, I wouldn't have tipped, and I'll tell you why. Because she didn't give me the leg massage. And she wasn't very good about not burning my fucking feet when you have right. to put them in the thing. That, to me, straight away is like, no, you haven't done your... You haven't done your... Sh- Due diligence. To do. Right. And so she wouldn't have gotten a tip from me. Yeah. I would be Mr. Pink from Reservoir Dogs. I would not tip. Like, ever. <laughs> Even if I lived in America. Because I just have such an aversion to it. Yes, you do. Yeah. And even though a part of me, I think, oh, well, then they're, they're relying on these tips because they don't get a proper wage. I I just can't get past that. Well, it's not up to me to pay their wages. It's up to their boss. And it's unfair that they should have to. Do you know what I mean? 
I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah, it would be Mr. Pink for and sure. And the other point that Mr. Pink makes is that we don't tip other people who have yeah. hard service jobs. Yeah. We like you don't tip your garbage man, but they have a much harder job than your yeah. waiter. Right. And some people tip. I like that you knew that. I've only seen Reservoir Dogs one time, so it's not like I'm a fan or anything. I remember first seeing it and I was like, yes, yes. You stood up in the you, movie theater. I've never you. seen this at all, so I have no... There's an opening, famous opening scene of Reservoir Dogs. What can I this say? This word it? is really I've, I've really stumbled over this word. Where they open, they're all having like lunch at like a diner or whatever, and they're talking about tipping. And they've all got like a colour name, Mr. Brown, Mr. White, Mr. Pink, whatever. Oh, okay. And um, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Steve Buscemi is Mr. Pink, and he goes on a rant about why you shouldn't tip. Wow. And they're all, of I'm course, of saying apparently. you should tip, and he's saying that you shouldn't. shouldn't yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, get past that anyway. So that was really in the restaurants, right? Like, yeah, I mean, the water not being refilled was a big deal to me. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I mean, the yeah. ice wedgie, the we- it, was, it wasn't super weird, like, the whole, the, the lemon thing. I mean. It was just an observation. It was just kind of like, yeah. oh, that's odd. And it was only one. Usually, like, when you ask for a side of lemon, they'll give you, like, a little bowl, and it's got lemon in it. I know. It's so excessive. <laughs> Some people use it all, though. Like, they, you know, you, yeah. want, you want lemon water. My thing is, when I ask for a drink and they give me lemon without asking, I get so annoyed. Because oh, yeah. I don't like lemon. Yeah. And they put it in Coke and stuff, and it's like, ugh, get away. <laughs> get away with your lemon. I always have to fish it out, and I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do this. Fish it out? Have you got, like, a little like, net? Sometimes they actually put it in. A little fishing rod that you yeah. hook it with? Yeah. I go... <laughs> I've got a big one. You're, like, I pull it leaning back. <laughs> it pulls you into the glass. We never see you again. And it's not Coke, it's Pepsi. And it's and not I Pepsi, die, it's acid. Die from me. <laughs> <laughs> and this didn't happen, you are asleep. <laughs> So yeah, go on, so, Steph. Yeah. Tell oh, us that's some more. Okay. Insult our country some more, if you would. No, I'm so not, so I'm not what else? So what else? Past the food, the water. Okay, the yeah, that. Okay, so outlets. I have a little story <laughs> to go with my outlet issue. <laughs> the outlets, and am I? Yeah. Is it true? You mean, all can you say you outlets? Mean plug sockets. We say plugs. Yeah, so I just say sockets. both, just so people okay. know what you mean. Okay. So the outlets or the plug sockets. Okay, have little switches on them. That you have to turn on the current. Yes. We do not... That is not a normal thing where I would... Yeah, there's no switch. There's no switch. You just plug it in and then it's on. That coupled with the fact that from as little as I can remember, it was always don't put anything in the plug socket. Don't put your feet... You know, as a kid... Don't don't put a fork in there. Right, of course. Which makes me think that they're on all the time and the switch is redundant. Well, not necessarily, because when I was staying at your mom's house... I mean, I know it's not actually true, because oh, okay. when you plug something in, it doesn't work. Right. But I I do feel like if you put something in there, it's something possible. wet, you could still get electrocuted, sure. even if There's it wasn't something, switched on. Something yeah, is yeah. still flowing. Yeah. Just not enough to... T- <laughs> Just not enough to. Anyway, so I was. I had this fan. It was this nice fan. That was so funny. (laughs) And I'm like, did I call you or I texted you? I texted you. I'm like, I don't know how to turn this fan on. It was really warm. I'm used to air conditioning. It was warm outside the whole nine yards. So I'm hot. I want the fan on. I'm like, I don't. It was late. I didn't want. You know, there's no way I was going upstairs. I I said, you know what the different the difference was. I actually said, is it plugged in? 
that and if that was like America, you would have said yes, so you know it's working. But because yeah. it was here, what I should have said is, is it plugged in and switched on? Yeah. So there were yeah. two different two different times that I didn't know how to work a fan. <laughs> so the one with you, I just didn't turn on the on button because I thought it was yeah, already yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. With your mom, another day with your mom, she's like, "Well, did you switch?" She's like, "Just switch, switch it." On by the wall. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I felt." Yeah. Not smart. It's a strange difference, though, that <laughs> yeah, you would never think you, is a thing. Yeah. I just didn't, and I didn't know, like, well, which one is on, which one is off. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, which way, how do you... Like, that's off, that's on. When you so, see the red, isn't it? Yeah, it's not always red, though. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, so it, that was definitely something that I was like, okay. Doesn't that's... it make much more sense, though, for there to be a switch? Yes. It does to me because um, they say... Like, one of the things that the electric company says to save money, unplug all of your electric. But you wouldn't have to unplug it. You just have to switch it. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm like. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> of course, we'd have to, like, re- all the le- all electrical would have to be redone in the yeah. entire country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that, I don't think that's necessarily going to happen yeah. right away. Maybe someone could start doing that. That would be smart. Yeah. Like, as we build new homes and stuff. But, um, yeah. And then... Another thing that I brought to Sammy's attention <laughs> were uh, that the faucets are different in the bathroom. And in the kitchen. And in the kitchen. Not this kitchen, but some kitchens. Some kitchens. Yeah. You have two faucets. For hot and cold. For yeah. hot and cold. And she's saying nowhere in her experience across all those places that she's lived yeah. has there ever been two taps. Wow. Two, not two faucets. One or faucet. With two with two knobs. Yeah. Or sometimes one knob that like swings to the left and yeah. to, to the left and to the right. <laughs> so we have the kind where you just have one tap, that's what you call it. Yeah. One tap. And you have a faucet or you have a, a knob for the cold water and knob for the hot water. Or sometimes you could just have one knob that you swing to the left it's cold, You f- the swing to the right, it's hot, and then if you put it right in the middle, it's warm. I don't know if you went to any public toilets while you were here, but a lot of the times in public toilets, they have those where you, it's not two thingies, it's just a tap thing, and then you like lift up a thing and turn it to the side. Yeah. They had it in Costa. Like, they have that in, like... In- like, that's, I think because it's a newer thing, uh, okay. that's why you only really see them in places like yeah. that. But I noticed just at the places that I've stayed since I've yeah. been here, they all have um, two faucets, yeah. and I just, I was just like, why? How do you, how do you get like warm water when you're washing your face? Like, there's either hot water or cold water. The trick is to. <laughs> so well, like, a lot of people fill up the sink and do that, oh. or, or you do like a. Like a move to the side, like move from side <laughs> Back to and side, forth. which is annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know because I was. We did a mask. Oh, we did a mask yeah. on me, a charcoal mask, and we had to try and get warm. We water. had it, yeah, and it was like it was. Yeah, I was, used my left hand for the hot water and my right hand and for the cold water. And I put together. them together. <laughs> and then I was trying to think of a time where I've had not two taps, just one tap, and I haven't. There's yeah. always in the bath. It's always two. The sink is usually always two. It's the kitchen sink that's sometimes different. Yeah. 
Um, On this issue, I'm going to say that America has it right. It sounds like where yeah. you just have one lever that goes from hot to cold, so you can have anything in between, does sound yeah. a lot better than having <clears throat> separate taps. Yeah. So My you win has, this one, Steph. Yeah, you do. Awesome. My mom has it in her bathroom sink. Does She's she? got one of those Does that she? you lift up and jig with. Jig with. <laughs> um, they bug me sometimes. I do think you're right, but sometimes when I use them in like public restrooms or whatever, you can never get to cold. It's always just warm or hot. Oh, really? That's my... Yeah, I... I think but I do think you win on that. Like, that would make more sense. public bathrooms, like when I went to use the bathroom in the Five Guys, they just had a single tap. And it was one of those ones where you put your hand underneath and there's a sensor and it comes on. Yeah, yeah. So you can't even pick the temperature and it was really hot. Yeah. Really? And there was no option to change it. Yeah. Oh. That same wow. day, we used the public toilets after you went to Mac. Mm. And I went to put my hat. It was like a sensor and it was just hot. And on a hot day, yeah, you it's don't like want no you one wants yeah. to wash their hands. I don't wash my hands in hot water unless it's winter. Like... Yeah, and I think the theory is that hot water kills more than yeah, 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 yeah. But, it's, but you should it's have the dangerous. option because yeah. you might want it for something else. Yeah, you might want to wash your face or like whatever in a pinch. You might even want to drink it, you know. And I'm trying to think because a, a lot of our public restrooms have the sensor water or sensor it's basically faucet. Everything should be sensor in a toilet, a public toilet, of course, right? Because yeah. you don't. Yeah. Want, what I hate is that everything is censored and then the main door is a pull, and I'm like. I've just got done all that without touching anything, and now you want me to touch that. This is a complaint as old as time itself. Yeah, yeah. I use my foot. Yeah, I try not to. If I do have to grab it, I try to put it in so I actually use my wrist, not my hand. I try to use my sleeve. Yeah. We need to make like a handbook of all the different (laughs) ways you could open (laughs) toilet doors. It could be a coffee table book. Yeah. Yeah. With glossy full page photos taken by Samantha. Yeah. Is that what it's come to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so was there any any of those um, types of things? One other thing that I'm fascinated with is your washer and dryer. Also, washer I just slash thought of dryer. something else, but yeah, come Okay. On. No, you Are go you ahead. Are you gone? Okay. <laughs> the washer slash dryer, and I say washer slash dryer because it's one machine and it washes and then it dries. Yeah. I've never personally experienced that. I don't have any friends who have that type of machine. We have separate. You have right. a washing machine and then you have a dryer. Yeah. And they're big. And, well, they come in all different sizes. Yeah. But compared to what yours is, it's they're bigger. Small. Yeah. yeah, it's small. And um, not all places, like, not all apartments have washer and dryers. A lot of them yeah. don't. And you had said that a lot of time, most times, flats have a washer dryer. Yeah, like... Well, a washer dryer here for a lot of places will just come included. A lot of places they won't either. It's 50-50. Oh, okay. Um, but it's rare that you will have a place where it's like you're not allowed one. Like right. where our first apartment in London, because it was like a really old building, I guess their idea was that they don't want people messing with the pipes. I don't know if that's actually true, but it meant you weren't allowed a washer or a dryer in your actual apartment. Mm. And so the building itself had laundry rooms. Um, 
That was but so much fun, let me we, tell yeah, you. Yeah, which was fucking... At first I was like, oh, I like this idea. I don't know why. But, um, and they were coin-operated. And yeah. how many times uh, did they just swallow our coins? We're working? also people who don't really have... We're not cash people. We yeah. usually just use card for everything. We're also not um, standing in the laundry room with other people while you wait for <sighs> stuff to do people. So it's like you have to just leave your clothes there for like yeah. four hours and it's like... I hope I come back to them because I really need them. And sometimes oh I would see God. people's clothes like on the floor, just on top of like oh, a plastic yeah. bag or something, not even in anything. Uh, so I had to like stalk my laundry. If your laundry had finished and you hadn't come up to pick it up, people would just take it out and put it on like the seat or sometimes like yeah. the floor. It's also really unhygienic now that I think about it, sharing washing machines with yeah hundred other people that you don't know like anyway so yeah. it's rare here that you i mean we have lots of laundrettes even though it's rare like it's common to have a laundrette in an like an area like mm. they're not rare or anything but it is rare to not be able to have one and yeah. it's a standard thing just like you know what's not a standard thing now that i'm thinking about it a dishwasher it is becoming more and more standard but it's only been in the last few years where it's like a lot of people have them yeah, and so that is where it's probably reversed. Yeah, because everyone has a dishwasher. I would say right? most people have dishwashers. And I'm talking about apartments. I'm talking about apartment complexes. I'm not talking about people with, like, like individual homes. I'm talking about mainly apartments because um, houses have washer and dryer hookups. Hookups meaning you can bring your own washer yeah. and dryer and hook... Um, but is it common for, pe- for people who own their own homes to have washer dryers? Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's just uncommon if you live in an apartment. Right. Oh, okay. I didn't get that difference. Yeah, no. It's oh. not common in in apartments. Uh, some apartments, like higher end, like the, if you want your own washer and dryer in your unit, you have to pay more money. Yeah. A lot more money. Um, and that's just my, that's just in my town and my, with yeah. my experience. But, um... It's not even like that they don't come with a washer and dryer. There's no hookup for a washer and dryer. Yeah. So even if I had my own washer and dryer, there's nowhere no to, put to put it. put it, yeah. And you guys have yours in your kitchen. That's where they go here. Which is totally fascinating to me because they do not go in the kitchen. Yeah. In in America, there's, you have a laundry room. They're either in the hallway um, <clears throat> or they're in the garage or you've got a washer and dryer yeah. room. That's really only the case here if you live in, like, a fancy house or a yeah. big house. They will have, like, a pantry-type room or, like, a laundry room. Like, some houses have wet rooms. Your mom, Brian, has a wet room, and that's where she puts her dryer and washer and dryer. My right. mum has that weird little side kitchen she thing. Has, yeah. So, bigger houses or fancy houses, that's when the washer won't be in the kitchen. But it's standard to be in the kitchen. It's a part of just just you a know, part of your kitchen same as the fridge like yeah. it's that's where it goes yeah and that's that's very different something i thought of as well which is a kitchen appliance i guess um is that we don't have food disposals here food i mean disposal uh, you know like a garbage disposal garbage yeah. disposal oh like i have known them to be a thing like again you ryan your mom's house has one but again i think that's like newer houses or like big houses or fancy houses the standard home does not have a garbage disposal yeah and, I, and you kept saying to me where do i put my food well and i'm I mean, like you still put in it in the, the trash bin. yeah like, but yeah. but like for instance 
when you've got a little bit of food on your plate left over from your meal. You can just put it in the sink, like the sink. Cause yeah, it take and it. it'll go down and you turn your garbage disposal yeah. off and it basically. But you pay an extra bill for that, don't you? You have like no. a waste bill. I have a garbage bill, but that's just for the garbage. What like, am I thinking? I'm thinking of something else. Okay, thinking of a dream that. you had. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I the garbage disposal. But like like my parents are like, don't put anything down the garbage disposal. It'll ruin the garbage disposal. I'm like, well, what's the point of having it? Oh, you know what strange. I mean. Yeah. But like, but but they use it. I mean, my mom isn't gonna be like, um, wiping something down and then putting it in the trash and then rinsing her plate. She's still gonna rinse her plate. Food's still gonna go down the drain. She'll use the garbage disposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't put like ma- like large yeah. masses of food down the drain. When the police come, you put your illicit substances down there. Of it, course. Yeah, you yeah. can do that. If you murder someone, <laughs> you slowly feed them into it piece oh, by piece. <laughs> oh well, that of course brings me to like the horror story where somebody you put your hand in there to get something yeah. and then somebody yeah. it turns on by that's itself. in like so many horror movies but every time i have to put my hand into don't put your hand don't. Well, i do you have to sometimes i would never because if something goes down there like <laughs> that's not supposed to that no like yeah like a or too a, big a popcorn maybe? kernel for instance uh... would jam your blade and then if the if that's jammed Eventually, your sink, your the water flow, it somehow gets stopped up. See, this is just this is why I don't want one. It's just too much to like. I hate it when a little bit of food gets down the plug hole in the regular sink, and it's like everything's blocked. And I'm like, well, it's I the can't same be thing. dealing with this. Like, yeah, I can't I'd believe you reach it into in, it. You I need know. to like call one of your kids and be like, "Hey, you've got little fingers. Oh, what is wrong Grab with it you? For me. No way, man! I would never She's do gonna that. She's going to sacrifice her child's fucking. <laughs> I would. Digits. I would sacrifice my arm for my kids. Wow. Come on now. Steph got sincere on me. Oh. I was shut down. No, but Aww. you know, I mean, but I have, or sometimes if some things go down there that you like an earring, you know, something that's metal, <laughs> or the the you top drop a spoon down there or something. The spo- well, the spoon usually. Well, it's long enough that you can just grab the top of it and it won't. But, like, you know what? One thing that gets stuck in there a lot, because my kids just love to do this, the tops on soda cans. The, uh, the ring pull? Yes. If, if they play with it. It's little oh, shits. It, come, it came <laughs> off. And then you're rinsing out, because, you know, you recycle. Yeah. And you yeah. got to rinse out the soda can. And the freaking thing comes off. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah, so I've had those get stuck in the garbage disposal. So, yeah. But yeah. And they that's outweigh. why they call you Four Finger Steph now. You could. <laughs> it was worth it, Always though. put your right hand down. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. Are you yeah. left-handed? She's a left-handed. I am. Like you got to preserve it. Yeah, I know. You can lose all the fingers on your yeah. right hand. Yeah, it's true. But that left one has She's to be She's a lefty intact. like me. I'm a lefty. I'm a lefty. I'm None s- of my kids are left-handed. It's no one in my family. a minority in my own yeah. home. I'm the only lefty in my family as well. Yeah. Well, I think I have like a an aunt who's lefty, but like yeah. Apart from that, it's like where did it come from? Yeah, from? I I think me and my mom are trying to figure this out. Like I have a cousin. I have like two cousins who are left-handed, but the vast majority of my cousins and my aunts and uncles are all right-handed. And no, my brothers aren't left-handed. My I'm bro- the only one. My brother used to use that plus the fact that I was blonde when I was little and no one else was was. And he would always make fun of me and say, oh, it's because you were adopted. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then you Big found brothers. out he was adopted. Big brothers. Yeah. 
No. And then, like, I knew we weren't because we look exactly the same. Apart from the uh, the hair at the time, I was like, we look the same. Yeah, you do. And we both look like both our mom and our dad. Mm. So it's like, I know I'm not. Fuck you. Even though I was, like, secretly inside thinking, am I really... I would say to my mom, my doctor. Little Sammy. Yeah. Little fucking shit. Always making fun. (laughs) Does he listen to your podcast? No. Oh. He might one day. Your eyes went wide. You were like, gosh, consider the possibility. He might one day, though. Like, he he doesn't listen because he doesn't know about it. I secretly email him links to each episode. Yeah, you do. On the back end, behind the scenes. He'd be a good podcast guest. There you go. Next time he comes over, we should have him on. Yeah. For show. For, for show. show. Yeah. I, the garbage disposable, not disposable, garbage disposal. I don't know. I think it helps a lot, but. Yeah. It's, if you're not used, if you're not used to having one, you don't know the difference. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. Not that big of a deal, I guess. Is there anything else? Not really. I mean, I think. I think I hit on all the things that I noticed. The main, the main, the main, things. the main things. Yeah, I mean, I, I could go about on and on thing? about the money. Uh, we just said it at the same time. Yeah, yeah, we have like way too many coins, right? Oh my god, I, I was watching the um, cash register. I looked at the cash register when we were at the, at, we were at Sands, Sainsbury's, 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 um, and she had. So many slots for yeah, different loads, coins, so many jewels. and her dollar, her not dollars, her pound notes were were all in one yeah. section. So like she put, I mm. saw her pull a ten from the front, and then she put the twenty in the back, and I was like, "No, the notes all have different sections too." Oh, hers didn't. Her yeah. she didn't Maybe have her she set had up. Like a, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there were so many coins, and I was like, "Damn, how would you?" I mean, because like speed, I worked at McDonald's. So it's all about speed, 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 right? So, like, how do you count the change fast enough well, to get I've, it to the customer? Yeah, I've worked retail, and I think why it seems slower for you is not because there's so many, is because you just don't know the coins. Like, right. the few times you've been counting out money, you have to, like, really look at them <laughs> to know what they are. I literally have Whereas to read obviously it. obviously, yeah. growing up with it, you, you don't really look at them. You know what it is. Right. So you can pick, you know that, like... Two twenties and a ten and a fifty make a pound. You know that, like sure. what what pennies and two pennies make ten. Like right. you know it really quickly. Right. So it is really fast when you. Right. Know yeah. It. It, it's just I think the volume of the yeah the the amount. Of like if you have a coins. pound in change, it can be a lot of fucking coins. Yeah. Whereas like you mostly just do the dollars and you have like three coins or something. Yeah. I have quarter, dime, nickel, penny. Yeah. Whereas we have like one, two, five, ten, twenty, fifty, one pound, two pound. Wow. Well, and yeah, and I guess I'm shortchanging myself. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was just as bad as mine. <laughs> oh goodness. No, we do have fifty cent coins, but they're, but they're, they're very they're rare. They're not in circulation, right? I I don't think so. What not about anymore. silver dollars? I haven't seen a silver dollar since I was a kid. I pull one behind her ear. Yeah. I oh honestly, God. I can't remember. I've seen $2 bills. Those are still in circulation. Oh, really? I, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like I have seen a dollar. I don't know. I might be dreaming that. 
I don't know. I don't... But our main coins... Was this before dollar notes? No. At the same time? After. Yeah. I Like, they bought them in and then took them away? I, maybe, yeah. That's weird. I've, I just feel like I remember seeing a dollar coin. I don't know. I could be totally making that up. I don't know. How often do you see $100 notes? Benjamins, as the rappers um, refer to them. When I worked at McDonald's... <laughs> What a strange pace to just bring out a hundred. Yeah. Be surprised. It's strange. Some people like like they think we're the bank and we're just we just break yeah. it, but we do. Yeah, we break it for them um, if we can at McDonald's. The McDonald's I worked at, not all restaurant, you know, like yeah, some yeah, fast yeah. food restaurants will only take up to a twenty. Like the, really? Yeah, because it because you don't want to get robbed. Like yeah, that's true. But yeah, so I've, I mean, I saw them probably. Once every couple weeks. I so feel like I can't even remember what a English 100 looks like. We don't have 100. We, we don't? have 50s, which really? are like oh, this Oh, we don't weird... have 100? No, oh, of course we don't. we did, but they were rare. Why is this of course? How come? How come you don't have one? We just don't. We have 50 pound notes, which are like this weird kind of... Some places don't accept them. Like literally we'll have signs that say no 50 pound notes. How come? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. I think sure. it's because... My, might it be that... Because of fakes? I'm not sure, but I remember... Not You don't see it so much anymore. Maybe because the note itself is not so much in circulation. Hmm. But I remember growing up, a lot of places would have signs that said no yeah. £50 notes. And I always thought that was weird. I mean, that's interesting. I worked retail and didn't even see them that often. I mean, I think I saw them just people having them in London more than I saw them in retail. You know, yeah. like the person in front of you at the cash register. Right. When would you get them? Because when you get money out of an ATM, I've never, ever got a £50 note, Maybe if ever. you withdraw like £200. But I've done that yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't get a £100... Or £100. £100. You don't get a hundred dollar bills at the at the usually at the ATM. You know what it might be. You know when people go into the, into bank, the bank and they yeah. say, "What notes do you want?" Yeah. Why would you fucking ask for a fifty though? If you know a lot of places yeah. don't take them, and you know, well, maybe if it's like you're like a business guy, and most of the time when you're spending money, you're buying lunch for more than one person, or you're buying rounds of drinks and stuff. Just use a card, Or dude. you just want to look good. I think it's like a flashy I don't know thing. how good... It's only £50. Yeah, but... Like, with it's a our $100 note, bill, it's like a big deal. But because it's our highest note, it is seen as like a flashy yeah. thing. I mean, you're buying them dinner anyway, so... Yeah. Don't but judge me on my payment like option. Yeah, we... I, Money's weird here, because we can take Scottish money too, and that looks weird. Is it working? I remember first working in like retail, getting it, and I was like, "Are we allowed to take this?" And they were like, "Yeah, it's like normal." Wow. Yeah, we don't. We're like. That's like you taking Canadian, Canadian dollars, dollars or kind pesos. Of, yeah. I've had people try giving me pesos before. I'm like, I'm and you're not allowed to take. You're north dollars. of the border, son. No, I mean we just can't. We can't take them, yeah. and we can't take Canadian dollars. I don't. Yeah. No, only U.S. dollars. <laughs> oh, my God. This is... No, I was just about to tell a story. And I was like, why am I going to tell that story? No. I backtrack. You're never going to know. Did you find our money visually boring? Because no. your notes have a different guy on each one, whereas we yeah, have the same woman. True. Her Good face point. everywhere, haunting your dreams. But we have dreams. a different person on the back of each one, right? On the notes, yeah. We have different, like, famous Oh, yeah, but we just have coins. the queen and all the queens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's quite a. It's quite odd to me. 
um, the concept of just having <clears throat> one person represented Though, on the coins. But you said Borium, but on the back of our coins is different. There's always like this oh, new yeah, design, whether it's like cricket or like the UK symbols Shakespeare. or whatever, which I right. think is cool. Yeah, we have that every state, and for our quarters, every state has a, a represent like a symbol. So you could get some people collect them, so they want to get a quarter yeah. with every state. That would be cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. That's but, just like um, a nerdy thing, but like I, yeah, people collect coins. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't find them boring necessarily. I was just like, I think still now I'm overwhelmed by not knowing how to count them. Like I've got the Having twenty. Having to really look. Yeah, yeah, the twenty, the twenty cent or twenty p. Right. P or pence yeah, interchangeable. P. 20 pence coin that I've got down. I've used it enough. And the 50 uh, pence. But you're still confused coin. a little with the dollar and the two, right? The, the dollar? Pound. The, the pound. It's because you keep saying. <laughs> what did I say? Did I say dollar? I don't no, know. We've no, just, we've become short circuited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, the, the 50 pence the 20 pence i've got those down and even the five and the you ten think the two is weird though right the two pence why why yeah. is it necessary that's, that's a good question i the two cent or the two pence thing is mind-boggling to me but it's cool it's all good. i think i have a theory <laughs> and i don't know whether this is even remotely true but i feel like a lot of things cost two pence back in the day that's um, why they made it. Like the chopping yeah. is like that is a, a thing. thing. The what? Huh? There used to be a coin called the top. Oh, I guess that is the two. I pence. think so. Chopping. Chopping yeah. is like a contraction of two penny, and back when like pence was like a real buying force, yeah. like eight pence was like for a loaf of bread. Oh. It used to be a thing where it'd be like that costs a chopping. Isn't the half penny a thing as well though? Yeah, that's the a half. That's penny. when. That's like. Back, shows you how much in each individual pence was worth that yeah. they had wow. half pennies. That's yeah. so fancy. Oh, I think when I was here in 2014, I got a coin that was like a half pen no. penny. You had a flattened penny. It was, <laughs> no, but it was like about. only worth half a penny though. No. Is that because it was broken? It's like a thing that you get out of like machines at the fair. No, well, no, I bought more than one type of coin though. You don't remember you at the bought a coin. Yeah, it was because it was from. It was like. Did you let Steph get scammed? No, I feel like I don't remember this. No, it I was. It was with Steve. And it was at yeah. a special shop. It was really old. Okay. It was a really old I remember. Coin. It was like a second-hand store thing. Right. In they were selling old village, coins. And they had... Oh, okay. You might be right then. I yeah. don't think that's legal tender No, anymore. you can't use No, it, it. was... Old. Yeah, no. It was like but it was, mega old. <laughs> it was super, super old. I can't remember what king was on there, but it was... It was yeah, one of them. It doesn't matter what now, one but... Of them. That's how long ago it was. It was <laughs> Speaking of, though, I had never seen a Euro... And because you stopped in Dublin on the way here, right. you had a Euro note. Mm -hmm. And that is fucking boring, let me tell you. <laughs> because it just has, like, an archway on it or whatever. Right. And it's not, like, a fa I don't think it's a famous archway because what country would they pick? Because the Euro is... I said to you, is the Euro the same everywhere there's a Euro? And you're like, yeah. So all those countries have that same money, which I think is so strange. Right. Yeah. It's very colourful. They are. Yeah, but it's more like Monopoly money than any of the money I've seen. 
it's like um, each each value right has a different color yeah that's like yeah that's, that's what that's what is monopoly-esque about yeah it. yeah although Our ours is different color as well kind of oh different yeah well. the five well. is blue the 10 is oh, orange yeah. the 20 is purple and the 50 is red Ooh, but see, now you guys talk about the 50 i wish we would have gotten yeah that. we'll bring up a picture to show yeah. you yeah that's not it's kind of like know. the 10 it's very hard to find it's like a unicorn yeah like when you come across one it's like a big deal well unless i get again it, when you're in london they're more common but like even then i i never like, got one in london i mean obviously i wasn't spending hundreds of yeah pounds i never got one, on the regular i saw the people with them <laughs> but, sure you're like Benjamins were, yeah. oh, that doesn't make any sense it's all about the Benjamins but I, yeah. say it's all about the Vicky baby cause she's I'd like to pretend you didn't rehearse that joke with me before the podcast <laughs> I didn't fuck you I did not I was blurring the lines how there how dare you I, was getting I did meta. not do that the audience won't know whether it was real or not you trust Ooh, me it's audience a they trust me hopefully they trust me I'm a scoundrel a I'm a scallywag you are a scallywag I'm a miscreant they'll yeah. never know <laughs> So yeah, is there any more conspicuous differences? No, that's about it. I, I mean, I I'm do sure remember there are you more, but commenting I mean, on how weird it was to see people driving on the other side of the car. Oh man! Yeah, because everyone talks about the other side of the road, but they don't often talk about the other side of the car because it's a different side of the car as well. Yeah, yeah that it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I'm laughing because you were like. When we were in the car with Steve, you were like, I keep thinking the cars are going to come at me because yeah. of the side of the car she was on. Yeah, because I was sitting on the left-hand side, which is the side we drive on. Um, no, that doesn't make sense. Like, if you were to get into a car in the United States... Yeah, it is the left-hand side. Yeah, you the left-hand door, that's, that's yeah. the driver's seat or whatever. So I was in that seat, but obviously he was driving and he was next to me. And it just felt really weird. And it was very disturbing because <laughs> I wasn't in control of what... Because when you're in the back seat, like we were the rest of the trip, I was in taxis in the back. It's not nearly as disorienting. Yeah. Disorienting? Yeah. Intort, what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and if from in the front seat, it was, it was difficult, I'd say. And we were on windy roads. The yeah, road was so lanes. narrow. I was yeah. like, "We're how can there's no way that Steve can see what's coming around this curve. Yeah. And there's no way that a car coming in the opposite direction. There's no way they would have seen Steve's car. We, I mean, it's so easy. You just have so to easy. hope that everyone else is going slow. There's like a lot of are. country lanes like that. Yeah. There are some country roads you go on where they're not wide enough or they're barely wide enough for two cars to pass each other like yeah, sometimes that's with this one this yeah. one didn't have enough room sometimes you have to like pull your car onto like the Into grass the, a little yeah, bit yeah. or the edge the of the bushes, road like... it's crazy yeah that's exactly how it was just what you're describing and it was nerve-wracking for me and you want to like put your foot on the brake <laughs> like, <laughs> slow down but that's just again i i never felt like that when I was in the taxis, because I was in the back seat and I was just yeah. a passenger, yeah. but being on that left side, in the front, yeah, it was, it was nerve wracking, definitely. But I mean, like Sam had said earlier, there's lots of things people know. The differences, you know, I mean, there I could go on and on about the differences, but but like those, what I've listed are pretty much like some of the things yeah. that stood out to me. Wow. So. Cool. 
It's like a cultural It is comparison. very fascinating. I don't know if it's because we are fascinated with America. Yeah. Me and you, Ryan, that why it's so fascinating to us. Or maybe it would be fascinating no matter what country it is. What do you think? I don't know. It's fun to have Steph here and, like, see... You kind of get to see her see things, like everything's a novelty in a way like as it would be if we went if we came to visit you you would take us to walmart and we would be like picking up everything and like (laughs) oh my god did you see this box of crackers it's so weird like so it's kind of fun to to see your own familiar surroundings through someone else's eyes i thought of some other things okay there's been lots of things I've said that you can get for really cheap and you're like, no, you can't get those things right, in America. Right. Like, I'll say you can get like shampoo for less than a pound. or Less than a pound. Less, because you can get like the basics for yeah, like 49p or whatever. Yeah, And you can get like um, other items in the, in the supermarket basically right. for like less than a pound. Even sunglasses. Although you can get sunglasses from Primark for two pounds and you're like, Twenty dollars in America, yeah. At Target, yeah. At Target or at Walmart to get it, yeah. Glasses, sunglasses, yeah. So just things like that, like, was very strange, yeah. And then when you think about, oh, fast food is more expensive here, isn't it? And fast food is cheaper there. Um, Because I've heard that before. Yeah, overall, it's like a different. I don't. I'm not sure because I don't eat at uh, KFC. In America, yeah, like I, I think it is. So I don't know about that. That's why they say a lot of poor people eat fast food because it's cheaper. But when I think about eating fast food here, it's like a luxury to order in. Right, it's and, more expensive. Yeah, and like for me, feeding my kids McDonald's, it sounds really bad. And the it whatever. No, it, it's fine. It, a hamburger, I can get. Um, however many hamburgers from McDonald's for cheaper than I can the equivalent of frozen hamburger patties that I could put on the grill myself. Yeah. Right. It's cheaper for me to buy yeah. McDonald's hamburgers. And that's that. So in some way, maybe it is cheaper, but I have to tell you when we were at McDonald's and the total came up, I was like, that's not bad at all. Yeah. I <laughs> but, think, but I don't KFC. I was like, damn, we spent that much. We spent oh, 18 pounds. Yeah. I was for like, two of us. But I like, was shocked. I think McDonald's might be the exception because hamburgers right. are still 69p or whatever. And like, they've always, like, McDonald's is, the, I think, the exception in terms of, like, okay. it's really cheap. But everywhere else, like, if you want to order pizza, you're going to spend, like, £30, like, or yeah. more. And KFC, like, we just said we spent, like, £18 just on our. Yeah, I, so I know I, we get sides and stuff, but if you did that at McDonald's, it would be way less. Yeah. And I don't know if, if we've, if this is if this is well known, I didn't know about it, but the medium drinks in America equal the large drinks at McDonald's or actually every fast food restaurant. Yeah, I think what we've established is so many things are just bigger in America. Like yeah, drinks yeah, and the drink like thing, portions of things. Are bigger. Yeah, the 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 McDonald's French fry medium at America in America is what you guys would consider a large like that. I don't know, me being a connoisseur of fast food. <laughs> yeah. That was one thing that I was like, oh, my God. But that's something I learned my first trip yeah. that I came. Yeah, Because I don't remember in Germany ever thinking about it. It's very yeah. possible it was like that there, too, though. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. I think that 
I think if we say any more, people are going to yes. start throwing rocks at us. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we could talk about it forever. There's so many changes. So many changes. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Ch-ch-changes. That was adorable. <laughs> A little Yay, harmony. you sang with me on the podcast. Yes. We knew that would happen at some point. You need yeah. to tick that off your bucket list. Yay. <laughs> okay, so shall we move on to the second topic? Yes, we should. So the second topic is based on an article I read on The Atlantic entitled The Worst Part of Keeping a Secret with the subtitle It's Not That Stressful to Hide Something from People but It Is Stressful to Think About It All the Time. And this is reporting on a psychological study, the result of which was to say that the internal subjective experience of keeping secrets, people tend to think of the experience of keeping secrets as someone else brings up the topic itself and then you deceive them. And that's what secret keeping is all about. But this study concluded that in reality it's much more a case of all the times in between those decision points where the fact that you are keeping a secret or you intend to keep a secret pops up in your mind and kind of bugs you a little bit and you have to exert a little bit of mental energy to push it back into the behind the curtain Mm -hmm. of your conscious mind and so they were saying that that aspect of secret keeping takes a much higher toll on your psyche. And they were bringing up examples like people who keep a lot of secrets, when they visualize the challenges in front of them in their life, they tend to exaggerate the difficulty or the burden of it in their mind because they're so preoccupied with the fact that they have to keep these secrets in other aspects of their life. And so I just found that really interesting, that whole idea of what a burden it can be on your mind, on your ability to move through the world without too much friction, without too much difficulty. And so I wanted to talk about your philosophies on honesty and keeping secrets, when it's okay to keep a secret, how much of your inner life do you think is secret from the rest of the world, that type of thing. Okay. I feel like I have a lot to say already. Do tell. I have to be careful not to just like sp- spill it all out. Give See, us there's a so deluge. many of these like shitty puns that I'm just coming up with. Um, I can kind of see like that whole stress of it because that's where that whole like guilt will eat you alive thing comes from. And I was trying to think as you were saying it, I currently don't have any secrets, I would say. Like, I mean, I maybe have a few in terms of the outside world, but in terms of you, my best friend Steph, my mom, like, I don't have any secrets. Um, And so I was trying to think of a time in my life when maybe I had a secret. How are we defining secrets, though? Because to me, it's like there's lots of things I don't tell you about because I don't think it's important or I don't think you want to know. But I don't count those as secrets. No, I wouldn't secrets say Secrets is something... Secret. It's something that you're consciously choosing to deceive the other person about. You're consciously choosing to pretend it's not the case. So I would say a secret like that is like... That you're pretending to be happy and you're not. Right. Um, you're cheating. You've stolen something. 
or, you know, secrets like that. Someone asked you whether you ate the last donut and you said, no, I didn't. A I crow thought, yeah. flew in and took it. <laughs> yeah, so I think secrets like that. Because when I said, oh, the, there might be a few secrets that the outside world doesn't know, I actually don't think I mean secrets then, thinking about that. I more just mean there are things about me that I haven't shared. There's not actual secrets. Right. And so I thought in my life, have I had actual secrets? And I have. The first big secret, I'm not going to actually say what the secrets are, <laughs> but like the first big secret I I can remember having to keep, I developed an eye twitch. Wow. Mm, that's how it had big. that much of an effect yeah. on you. Wow. That's fascinating. Because I had to, not had to, but I had made the decision at some point to actively lie about something. Right. This is when I was very young, um, like a teenage, early teens. Um, that I, yeah, I developed an eye twitch that like happened daily, like just. That's um, really interesting. I get it every now and then now, not if I'm lying or anything. It's not like one of those. It just occasionally will just flicker every like. We strap you down. Tell us what you're hiding. <laughs> we saw the eye twitch. <laughs> and I, I think. Honesty is best. That's bold of you to say. I have a trouble with guilt. Guilt really get. I can't handle guilt. Feeling guilty about something, whether it's because you've, whatever you've done, or maybe it's you've kept a secret or told a lie or whatever. I can't handle that guilt. And so, obviously, that time that I just mentioned, not counting that time, I feel like I will always tell. If I've chosen to keep something to myself, I feel like it won't stay that way for long. Like, I can't... Not that I can't keep... I can keep other people's secrets. Because I think you don't actively think about other people's secrets. Unless they're they're actually affecting you directly. Or they're huge, like, yeah, like colossal. If, yeah, like if Steph had a secret that had something to do with like her and someone else. Unless I thought it was going to hurt her in some way. I wouldn't actively think about that secret. Right. right. That's why I think you can keep them because you don't they don't take up space inside you um on your mental hard drive yeah i could keep speaking but i feel like i'm just gonna monologue about it if i don't that's an interesting point i for me i've never like had any huge secrets like you know i don't know what's an example Um, i'm secretly swiss (laughs) cheating on an exam i was born with a tail Cheating on a girlfriend. I can't think of it. Why, why is cheating always just come in? Well, I think relationships my... are where secret keeping is performed at its highest stakes. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, maybe did you ever have a secret that you get from, like, your parents, maybe? A hundred million of them. Well, there you, you go. You could fill a galaxy full of stars of secrets. <laughs> that, like, that, like, but I feel like that's just how it goes down when you're a kid. Yeah, I guess. It's not like every single part of my life was occluded from them, but you, there's lots of stuff that you don't want your parents to know. Yeah, but can you think of a time where it's like a like a like now you might look back on those things and think actually half those things were trivial. Well, but, half of them my parents probably knew. Like all all the little <laughs> secrets just, yeah. I thought that I I'd like gone on one over on them. Of course, because I live in their home and they see me all day. And they snoop in my room probably when I leave the house. A lot of that stuff. But uh, what I was going to say was a lot of it is very benign, yeah. like 
I bought a video game when I wasn't supposed to spend my pocket money this, you know, this early or something like that. Just like little things where it's like I did something small that I wanted to do that maybe I wasn't supposed to or like I finished off the pack of brownies when, you know, they said don't eat them until you have dinner. Like little things like that are the secrets I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like I'm secretly poisoning you with cyanide each night. So you don't think you could ever think of a time where you had, like, a really huge secret that you kept from someone? Not from my parents, no. Or no, from anyone? Or I was going to say, the most prominent example of that is the first relationship I had was in lots of... And this was when I was, like, 16 or 17. So your brain is still, like, half-formed. You're barely a fully-functioning human being. But it was not a very good relationship by any standards. And it was... There was a lot of deception, like Mm. reciprocal deception. Yeah. But it was like very childish in its like effect and in its like quality where it was very much like we were both young and insecure and very like worried about showing the other person exactly who we were. Yeah. So there was a lot of, there was just like hundreds of little trivial lies that we told each other to make ourselves to put up that barrier of like you don't get to see exactly who i am you only get to see this like more idealized version of myself that i'm projecting and so that whole it's weird to even call a girlfriend i had at 16 a relationship but that relationship if you do want to call it that was riddled through with all those little white lies and gray lies and stuff like that and I do credit that bad experience. And it wasn't all bad, of course, but there were bad aspects of it. But I do credit that experience with really instilling into me the fact that a good relationship that has like a strong foundation and that can last a long time has to be built on trust and honesty. Because you can't, you're setting yourself up for failure. Because if you are in a long term relationship with someone, you can't keep up the pretense for 10 years without ever cracking. Yeah. No one is that good of an actor, apart from maybe Daniel Day-Lewis, and he just retired, so he's out <laughs> of the game. So, like, you, it's like a short-term fix if you are lying about stuff to make yourself seem better to your significant other that just will crumble in the long term. And that's what I learned, and that's what I tried to take forward. And obviously... Yeah you have stumbles and you have mishaps and you don't always live up to those principles that you revere. But as I went on and I had a few more relationships since then until I got to this, which I'm hoping is going to be my final relationship, I did get like that snowball of like getting better at it rolled downhill and got bigger and bigger. You do really learn things as you go along. And I feel like this, I feel very happy with how our relationship has gone. You're looking at Steph with a significant glance and making me feel uneasy. Like you're about to to pounce on me. But yeah, I do feel very happy with how honest I've been in this relationship. Like from the very beginning. Even when I didn't know it was necessarily going to turn into something. Because you never know when you start dating someone where it's going to go. But that bad experience did serve me well in terms of it taught me a hard lesson early on that I would keep with me forever. 
So I think this is really fascinating, the idea that, I can't even repeat what you said, but about it when you were explaining the article um, and talking about how the burden of carrying the secret, you know, is so strong. And I, I lived with somebody who kept secrets for the whole, uh, the whole time. And I wonder how in the world did he survive? Because that had to have been mentally draining. There's so much to remember. That's what Uh, they say. And and that's, yeah, exactly. You have to have a good memory to be a good liar. Right. And he does. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, no, I mean, it just, you, cause like you had said 10 years, how does someone go 10 years and not have a breakdown? And he, I would say he probably did. I mean, he, I don't know what you, what is considered a breakdown, but I mean, mentally you get depressed or you, something happens, you know, where it's like, it's too much pressure. It kind finally. And I think that, um, you know, I worry about my kids, you know, I don't want them to see that and think, Oh, well he did it so I can do it too. Yeah. You know, right. that whole mentality. Um, but just, even mundane things, I think, can be taxing when someone says, oh, I'm I'm going straight from work to this person's house and then I'll be home. But it's like, that's not what that person did. He yeah. didn't go straight to the other person's house and then home. He did this, 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 and this. The, even little things like that add up and can create havoc on the mind, I think. Yeah. So it's not, for me, I don't see it as just bigger secrets i think little things can add up if you're if you're keeping that many secrets if it's you know it can just expand expand and become just like if it was just one big secret you know what i mean it's like every single person you speak to you're twisting what's real what's reality to fit the idea of who you want to be to that person and everyone has it's like chinese whispers everyone has this version of you or this version of a story that they tell or whatever. Or even like you said, just their journey through the day. You've told every single person you had to hit that day a different reason for why you were late or why you couldn't no. do it, why you didn't want to talk. Little reasons like that. Those little secrets that aren't really what we think of as secrets of like, I can't talk to you today because of whatever reason and it's not really the reason why you can't talk. It's right. like... It's like this pretend thing that you feel you need to say instead. Instead of just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. it, But... And I'm trying to be better at that myself. Right. Because I sometimes, when I get really depressed, I find it difficult to communicate. And I never ever thought of myself that way. I always thought that I was very communicative at all times. Mm. Easy to talk to at all times. And that's turning out to not be the case. Sure. Because when I shut myself off... I sometimes find it difficult to communicate with the outside world, even you, even my mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find ease. I'm trying to find a way now to just say I'm finding it hard to communicate, rather than being like I can't talk because you know. Right. And make us my go. Yeah. So that mental health stuff can definitely affect. Like it can make you act in ways you don't want to act. Like it yeah. can affect your honesty. I have definitely experienced, I've almost experienced the opposite where my OCD in particular can sometimes really place a heavy burden on me. 
in terms of it can make me feel like I'm being dishonest or I'm lying when I'm actually not yeah. like because I want to be like a hundred percent honest with you like obviously there are things I don't tell you because you don't you wouldn't want to know or it's gross or it's like not important but I don't keep things from you yeah but when I have those bad like OCD storms inside my head I'll do something and then I'll be like you'll come in the room and I won't mention it to you and then in my head there'll be this little voice that's like you didn't tell her about that you just lied to her like you're keeping this from her and then there's another voice that says no I don't want to keep it from her I'm not trying to deceive her it doesn't matter it's not important she doesn't need to know that that's not actually a lie and then the other voice will say no you have to tell her it's a lie and then it's just this like shouting match between the two and then eventually I'll be like by the way I did this thing before you came in the room I just wanted you to know because I'm having a weird OCD moment and I was gonna say oppositely you have to be careful well it's it's okay for some people to fall the type of relationship we have it's okay for us to fall into this but it's not going to be ideal for everyone I'll sometimes like do something or think something or something will happen and you're not there and it really doesn't need to be mentioned or told but I will tell you because it's like if I don't tell you it's like a secret and so now I, I just naturally want to share everything with you but we are that type of person if we don't see each other which is rare (laughs) it's pretty rare we then tell our whole story of when we were out what happened from start to finish that's the first thing we do when we come home but not in an obligatory like i have to do i have to because it's It's like guilt or a secret or he'll be in trouble like someone will be in trouble it's not like that we enjoy that it's like when the person comes home from work and they tell you about their day we enjoy that we enjoy saying all the things and our thought process and like that's just so people we are but so many people are really not like that at all Mm. they don't tell each other about their day and they don't really ask questions about what's happened and they have lots of little secrets in terms of they're very separate yeah the whole lives are separate and it's just but it's nice when the other person can be like it's almost like they're like your diary or your journal it's like you have all this stuff happening to you throughout the day and then it's like inside of you and it becomes more powerful and more oppressing to you because you're keeping it inside but when you have the other person where you can just let it all out and tell them about these little trivial things that bothered you throughout the day not because you're trying to place the burden on them but because you know they want to hear about it and you don't want to keep it from them yeah it's a very nice feeling when you can have that very free back and forth where it's like the other person is like such a big part of your life that they get to like know intimately like what happened to you that day and they want to know that's the difference like I think when you get to a point with someone where they just want to know all those thoughts and feelings and, like, just the inner workings of your mind, it becomes this other thing. That was the end of what I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I think it's nice that you have that where you, both of you enjoy doing that, sharing that. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I'm like that. I want to know everything that happened Tell me, how was your day? Yeah. What did you do? What did you have for lunch? Did you work on this? Did you do that? You know? Um, and 
that's not always reciprocated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have my, you know, I have one son who's just like, it's school. And they don't tell you anything. Nothing. It's like I typical, get nothing. what do you have for dinner? I don't, I don't remember. Like, Well, I say that a lot because I forget. <laughs> But yes, it, that's, but it's that's, like a typical kid response, right? Right, sure. Mom, I don't want to talk. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. It's it's eh. This is what he says. Eh, it's eh. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, kill me. No, not really. But yeah, I want I want to know more about their days, and they don't necessarily want to give me that information. Yeah. And that's obviously with my kids, but with. When I was with somebody, it was the same same way. I wanted m- more. Give me more. Give me more. Because I was at home. Yeah. And he was gone. And I was like, I wanted to live vicariously right. through him somehow. Yeah. But <laughs> like, not just that. But if he's spending so much time away. Mm. You want to be a part of those part days of... that you weren't there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I think it's great that you guys can do that. You know? That you guys have that sort of similarity in your personalities that you guys can kind of give each other yeah. that you know it's really important you need to get your kids google glasses so you can like watch <laughs> through the camera what's right? going on throughout the day sounds amazing that would be so cool i just... read an article there are schools in china like the really like strict schools where it's like you send your kids here to get the best grades so they can go to like a really good western university where there are like m- multiple webcams in each class oh, wow. So as the parents, you can log on and watch to make sure your kid is actually, like, paying attention in class. Wow. And, like, not messing around yeah. or, like, cheating or stuff like that. I think that's where we're heading. That's depressing. Because that is the... Well, especially for... Maybe not for kids older than, like, 10 or 11, but definitely for younger kids. Just more and more as school and, like, rules and things get more and more strict... That's, like, one of the logical next steps where it's, like, you can log in and see your child doing whatever. Because there's apps where you can log in and see what lessons your kids are in, what they're doing. So I think that will be the logical next step. The school will have to opt in, and all the parents will have to opt in, and then, you know what I mean? Man, I'm glad I finished school before this came on. I really do think that that's where it's heading. Probably Mm. only for little kids, though. Purely because it will come from a standpoint of, like... Safety. Yeah, safety. Yeah, my... Well, two things. Isaiah's... uh, My oldest, to clarify. When he was in middle school, they had cameras in the classrooms for safety purposes. Because he he went to a school where there were like lots of fights, oh. um, and so they they wanted security, and we had to sign but waivers it, for was that. It, but yeah, but was it something parents could see? Like, no, they could log on at home and see no. it. It was just a security. No, thing. yeah, it was yeah. just a security thing. So there's that, so, and also I'm pretty sure the there are cameras on the elementary schools on the playgrounds at one of yeah. my when my kids got into a fight. And, uh, yeah, he does. He gets into fights. I said it. That's what kids do. He does. He's a little scrapper. (laughs) Um, And they were like, the principal said, we'll pull up up the cameras. We'll find out who started it and stuff. And my son wasn't at fault, thankfully, in that situation. But, um, (laughs) because I'm sure he's not always innocent in every situation. But, but anyways, and the other thing I was going to say was, my kids elementary the upper grades in elementary so fourth fifth sixth grade third grade even so we're talking 9 10 11 12 
and then through middle school and high school, they have programs now where the, t- the teacher inputs all the assignments. You have access to all the grades and if they're turned in or not, when they're due, if it's past due, if the child turned it in and the grades. So it's uh. like, if you're, if my daughter's missing an assignment, the teacher will tell me go on the website and you can find out what missing uh, assignment she has. That's wow. I didn't know about that. I like it because it gives me more power as a parent because it's like, and that's what the teachers need because the teachers have their hands full. They're like, look, we do the assignments together. If your child isn't doing the work, you have access to it at home. You know, it's like, but also if you give your young kid, you have to hand this in. And they don't, don't. You can see online that they no. haven't had. Right. It's in the bottom of their bag somewhere. Exactly. Or yeah, exactly. And when you have special needs kids, when you have kids who need extra help, it's really helpful. It's really yeah. helpful because you're like, dude, I know we did this last night together. Like, I, we did this. You need to turn this in. And yeah. to know, like, oh, dang, he didn't turn it in. Let, no. me, let me text his aide. And <laughs> did he turn? We, you need to make sure he turns this in. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. So, yeah. So, it can, be, it can be nice. But I don't necessarily, first of all, I don't have time to be logging on all and, like, time. watching yeah. my son in school or my daughter in school. <laughs> like, but I can't sure imagine. I'm sure in some situations you would want to. Sure, yeah. Like, maybe with... Um, your second oldest, yeah. you might want I to. I might, yeah. If, if there was a situation, yeah. yeah, that's true. Or maybe, like, your daughter comes home one day and she says, something's happening and the teacher's not listening. Right. That type of situation where you know you can log on and, like, see. Yeah. Like, and that, 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 in those types of situations, that would come in handy. Yeah. But I don't know if that outweighs the... Privacy like, concerns. Privacy, Yeah. Also, the whole kids might act differently yeah. in a bad, not like not act differently, like for the good, but like act different, be self conscious at a younger age, yeah. things like that. I don't think. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not thrilled with the idea of yeah ha- having cameras and having like basically it's like helicopter parents like. To, to a thousand percent. Because yeah. then yeah. you can pick on every single thing. I know. Thing, yeah. I see. I, I can't. That sounds stressful. Like, I can't even. When, when you talk I wouldn't to even t- as a parent It's like, do that. when you talk to Timmy tomorrow, maybe try and be a bit, you know. When you, More assertive. When you eat your lunch, sit up straight. When you. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Like, it would just oh, be. Yeah. It would just be it would too make much. childhood hellacious yeah uh, more, even more so than it can be. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's, it's harsh now. It's rough, man. Yeah. As a mother what degree of secret keeping do you just kind of accept as normal secrecy? from your children that's a yeah, good question like, how, a lot. how much secrecy do you are you willing to like accept as just like part and parcel I'd, I'd say i'm pretty pretty open on that right i i do not get in my kids business my younger ones i get in their business more so right but even that i probably not enough they probably have more secrets than I did, that's for sure. But I'm not... I kind of just let them do their own thing as long as they're not endangering themselves. You know, like, if my son was doing cocaine or something... Sure. I wouldn't... I mean, no, but I mean, seriously. I, know, like, I just feel like it came out of yeah. the... Well, because I'm thinking we, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I wouldn't... He's underage, so, you know, he needs to wait till he's legal to do weed. You know what I mean? But that's, like, the same with alcohol and cigarettes. It's like... I don't want him doing that, but it might happen. Right. And if he's going to keep a secret about that, then 
Okay. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and anything else is not, is very trivial to me. Right. Who he's hanging out with, it can't, I mean, in a perfect world, you don't want your kids hanging out with kids who are in gangs, right? MS-14. <laughs> but, yeah, like, but I, my, I don't have, I have an issue with my son. He's, he doesn't hang out with people in right. gangs. So it's like, okay, cool, you know? So there's not a whole lot that I, stress over right, yes. that. that you're very much like if there's nothing to worry about you're not worrying whereas like some parents are like oh yeah. there's got to be something to be worrying about i need something and they're constantly worrying about the type yeah. of people that a they're hanging out with b that their kid might be turning into they have to be there for like every single step sure whereas you seem to be very like let them get on with it and if they run into trouble you deal with it when yeah. it happens rather than yeah opposite. is there any conscious attempt on your part to be like the quote-unquote cool mom who they can like come to with their like i did weed this one time and it messed me up yeah no my (laughs) (laughs) no no i don't think so my kids do not really i wouldn't say they don't like me my oldest who's 17 he does not like me so he doesn't see me like that at all Maybe my mother, he, he may have that sort of relationship with my mom. Right. But she doesn't try to be like that either. I I don't, I don't try for that vibe at all. Because I need my kids to respect me. And yeah. that's something I struggle with. Right. So I'm like, no, I'm not your friend. You need to, you need to not treat me the way you treat the 10 year olds in your class. Yeah. Like I need to be treated differently than right. them, you know? So no, and I think sometimes I get the whole, like when I think about the cool mom kind of thing, you think maybe they're more chummy chubby with the kids. Chummy, chummy, is that a word? <laughs> chummy, chummy, yeah. Chummy. Um, like buddy, buddy or whatever. And I, I'm not really like that, but I'm, tr- I try to be pretty frank with them. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. you, you're thinking of it in like one way, but I think in another way you are kind of a cool mom in that they know they can talk to you if like something big goes down, something happens, right. or they're like they can talk about their sexual orientation or True. whether they're having sex or right. they, you know you talk to them about condoms and things, right? And um, yeah, and that's the type of thing I was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, like to. your oldest, I know for a fact you've had those conversations, and he knows he can like, if he was in a situation with the girl, he'd he'd come to you. Right. He wouldn't like run away. He'd right. he'd call you and be, "Mom, I need your help." Right. So I think in that sense, you're a cool mom. Because there are some parents that would just be like, no, you're not having sex. We're not talking about it. I won't teach you anything. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think in that sense, you're a quote-unquote cool mom. Mm. And um, and you are kind of relaxed, and that's kind of the definition of a cool mom. I don't think you have too many rules. You're not, like, uber strict. Right. I know on your end, you're thinking of a sense that maybe I should be stricter so I can get more respect. Yeah. Why? So I can think you can look at it from both ways. Sure. Yeah. And talking about your mom, it's easy to see why she'd be seen as cool. Because she's right. got like blue hair and tattoos and she smokes weed. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. so right. it's easy to. Also, I think there's an automatic, as cool as a mom can be, there will always be an automatic uncoolness because they are your mom. Right. There's always a pushback. Sure. Especially teenagers. But they get 
I no, realise this with myself. There's just a day comes when you get over it. Uh, and it, and okay. you get past that kind of like, no, it's my mum. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so I think, you know, that that day will come sooner like rather than, you than think, later for your oldest i yeah. hope so yeah it's just that hard period in in between where it's like no i do hate you and i don't respect you and it's like right it's natural for kids to have that i mean did you feel like that about your parents ever i obviously went through phases of like pulling away from them mm. i never went through phases of like i hate you quote unquote yeah. but i went through phases of like I'm going to be more private because I don't feel like I can open up. But ultimately, whenever like something big happened where I felt like this is a big deal and I need help, I always felt like I could go to my mom yeah. or I could go to my dad and be like, I know you're going to be mad at me and I know that I fucked up, but this is what's going down. I yeah. need you to like give me counsel and give me guidance and tell me what to do to fix this. Yeah. Like I never felt like like, I never, like, that's what I was saying earlier. I never kept any, like, big secrets from my parents. It was always just little childish things that ultimately didn't matter. Whenever something real was happening, I made sure that I went to them. Because yeah. you can't deal with that stuff by yourself <clears throat> when you're, like, 14. It's stressful. Apart from my big eye twitch lie, which I did eventually confess to... My biggest secret was probably that I smoked. Right. And obviously I had to keep that from my mom. And it and, and it was a daily secret because obviously if I was in the house and I wanted to smoke, I would either purposely go out or if I couldn't go out, like at night, she smoked at that time. So it's not like she could smell it on me because she uh, couldn't smell it past her own nose, you uh, know? Okay. Yeah. So like I would I wouldn't do it in my room because I thought that would be obvious because obviously she didn't smoke in my room. But if I smoked in the toilet, she wouldn't be able to tell because the house smells yeah. smoke. Oh, you know, yeah. I smoked inside. Well, yeah, oh, I think okay. people who own their own house have their own houses. You had and they smoke, smoke camouflage. They smoke in, yeah. Um, so that was probably the biggest secret I had in terms of, yeah, like a daily thing that I had to actively right. keep a secret from. Um, but she again, she eventually found out and knew about it and she couldn't say anything because she smoked. And I knew she smoked yeah, from a I young age. That. So There's like a weird yeah, spectrum of, of secret keeping yeah. I'm thinking about now. Like something that I think about sometimes is I I've realized at this point in my life that the things that I want to improve about myself I can't keep as a secret, like especially from you. In that, like, say if I'm starting to get anxious about not exercising as much as I want to or as much as I quote-unquote should, if I keep that as a secret where I don't share that with you and say, like, every so often, like, I need to go on the on the exercise bike more, like, I'm going to make sure I go on today or tomorrow, if I just keep that inside, I won't work on it. Like, I won't fix it. Like, I won't yeah. contribute effort to it. But if I share it with you and I know that you know that it's something that I need to work on and that I should be working on, it almost puts the onus on me to be like, I've now put it out there. I've like made it like this concrete thing. Like it's not just inside my own head. I'm going to really try and live up to these expectations that I'm putting on myself. Like I'm going to try and remedy these things that I think need to be improved. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean because I'm like that with my eating disorders with you. Like even just little 
well, I guess they're not little things because they're a part of my disordered eating. So really, they're big. They might seem little. But like, just like when I had that phase when we moved here of getting up every night and eating chocolate in the middle of the night, I would always tell you, even if it was a week later, right. I would say I've done it every day this week. Because it was like, if it's a secret, it's more of a big deal and my eating is more disordered than I realise. Right. But if I have the ability to tell you that it's not as like... Because when you think of like an eating disorder, it's like a secret thing that you keep to yourself and you make you make it happen regardless of the outside world. But if you if I'm telling you I'm having trouble, take this away from me. Like I say that to you sometimes. We're eating something, I'll say, I need you to take it away. And by doing that, it releases the power that that secret yeah. has over you. And so I can't, I know what you mean when you say that. And I have almost the opposite, not in reference to um, secrets, but with the eating disorders. When I have someone try to keep me accountable, I like lash back. Yeah. Like, fuck you. I'm going to eat whatever, whatever I want to eat. I will decide when I've had enough. Not yeah. you, not anybody. So I get like, and I don't know where that comes from. I'm not sure because it, it's it's more it's not just oh with my ex I was like that no it's like with my it was with him it's with my mom it's with like anyone who tries to hold me accountable and I'm like I appreciate the effort but like you telling me not to do something is not gonna make me not do it I think there's lots of layers to that first of all I say I do relate in that I only do what I said with Ryan right if you to take it from me or my mom said something i'd be very upset and angry and i would tell them never to do that right but i have given ryan the power i'm that like i, I think because you're, i'm closer with him than i could possibly be with anyone sure just because you have the layers you have the friendship and the lover aspect. well i see everything yes and you see everything Whereas I've like got cameras set up. Yeah. And I am very, very honest with you. Mm. But like there's still that layer of like there's parts that we can't touch, you know? Sure. And so if you unless I'd given you the power to say, like, take this away from me after I've had two more bites or whatever. You know? Like I felt you gave me a little bit of your power while you were here. Yeah. Like definitely. There were certain times when I could say to you certain things. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like I knew I couldn't step further. I knew I couldn't cross that line anymore. Right. Because there was other things that could have been said that other people would say. But I, I know as someone who wouldn't want those things said to me that like you wouldn't say you don't say that yeah it's like when people like just comment random comments like is that in, like have you got enough there or don't you think you should stop or we're gonna eat soon you shouldn't eat anything right. for the next four hours like right, right those comments unless you've given power really cut deep yeah because it's it's just it's that's your sensitive spot it's yeah. like don't fucking, I'm going to cut your fucking hand off <laughs> if you fucking say anything to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I can totally relate. So sorry for just going off on that. No, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't, I definitely am not, hmm. So I don't know 
if I can even say that I didn't give power to my ex, because I literally did tell him, I'm trying to eat better. Don't, if I'm going to eat more than one serving of this, you know, tell me not to or whatever. I mean, I gave, I, we verbally had conversations. But he might have abused that power. That's the problem. Possibly. And I think that there was like an element of like on a very basic level, a very basic trust level. And goes back to the whole like secrecy thing. Yeah. Like, the trust was never where it should be. So yeah. it's like in a flawed and that severely of a, because no relationship's perfect, but in that severely of a flawed relationship, ooh, lost my breath. In that <laughs> severely of a flawed relationship, it's very difficult to get help with things like an eating issue, yeah. you know, if you have an eating disorder or whatever. I think you do. You have to have that like extreme trust. Yeah. Because you have to know there's nothing. There's no malice behind it. You have to know there's no judgment behind it. Right. And when you can completely know there's none of that, that's when I think you can give trust. Right. And that's when you they can they have the power to say things. It's like when Ryan said the thing about the whale earlier. I know for a fact he would never think I was a whale. He'd never say I was a whale. Sure. He'd never think that joke about anyone. Right. But I can't say that about the majority of people. And so if anyone else said that to me, my mind would automatically be like, I don't know you. I don't know what whether that comes from just the fact that whales mm-hmm. do that or the fact the whale thing, you know. Yeah. I think you have to know. And only when you can know is when you have that complete free feeling of like, mm-hmm. I can sit here, stuff my face, feel really guilty and shameful about it, and then have him like see that. And then you can talk to me about it and it's fine. Like you said, it has to be voluntary. Like you're giving over to the other person. It's almost like you make the choice to have them help you and then they are just enacting the choice you've made. Like they become a tool for you to help yourself through a difficult thing. And they obviously want to help you with that because they care about you. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I do think we should wrap that topic up there and then move on to the third one. Well, do you want to say anything else, Steph, first? Because you might have been oh, waiting yeah. to say something. No, no. I I think that sums it up. I mean, I, I think that you're right. Obviously, there has to be a trust. And, and it's odd to me because I trust my mom, like, on a very basic level. And, but she doesn't... Uh, she doesn't understand. Yeah. And that's re- and I, and I don't know that Ryan fully understands, but no, yeah. But it for my mom, for me and my mom at least, I she just doesn't understand. Mm. And it's so it's very and she doesn't it's odd because we both have struggled with depression. Um and she handles her depression in a very differently than I do. Yeah. And so she it's hard. It's just hard. It's it is hard because everybody's so unique, you know. But when it comes to that, yeah, I mean, you pretty much nailed it on the head, for sure. I'm trying to understand. Yeah, you know, I can only I, understand as much as you like teach me. Yeah. Basically. Well, I think there's people who don't understand but are willing to do anything anyway, yeah. and also not judge you and not have this like weird or like anything wrong or negative behind it and then there's people who don't understand and don't care to understand they don't try to understand they think about their way of doing things and anything else is like not right or good or whatever and 
And I think that's the difference. Yeah. So you can completely trust someone, but if they just don't get it, they're not on that level. They don't. They don't. They're want not to willing understand. to kind of open themselves up completely and be like, "I don't get it, but I'm here and whatever you need." Then it's not going to work, and it's hard. It's hard yeah. to find people that get it. Like I remember when I first met you, and we were like both depressed, yeah. and it was like. You were, like, the only person that yeah. understood that level of, like, not being able to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, and that's interesting because people always ask us, how did you meet? And it's, like, you don't even understand. Like, there's... It's it's, n- yeah. There's never, there's never, like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like that for us. So, yeah, I mean, it's so true. But and we can say, like, how we met, what we met through, but that's not really why we connected. No, not at all. Yeah, but, I mean, and I have to say in my mom's defense that I think <laughs> if I talked to her about it more in depth, she would try. Yeah. But, but it's so, and I have explained this to her and to lots of people, it's so far off my radar. I've got so many other things that I'm focused on that, you know dealing with those kind of aspects are not they're just not my priority yeah and at some point i'm gonna i have you know it's like you have to face the facts right like you know you get the blood work back and you're like at least i got the blood work back and it's like okay you have to change something because you know yeah my mom really honestly said to me i want you to outlive me you know and that's you know i mean if it, you know, you can't blood work, whatever. You have to look at that and you have to look at those type of things and be really honest with yourself. So, yeah, but I, I'm i just not at a place where I'm ready to have somebody say. You have to be ready. Exactly. You have and to. I, yeah. And, because... and my, yeah. And, and, I, and I've had, and the other problem for me is I've, you've seen pictures of me when I'm very thin. I've, I have got the classic yo-yo diet even though I didn't diet I never yeah. I didn't diet because it's like people think oh well, do the Atkins diet or do the South Beach or do the pa- you know there's the paleo. This, yeah paleo diet like there's all these different things and it's like I never did any of those things and I was able to lose weight through exercise and just changing little minute but things but also your stress levels and how they've gone up and down change it's, that's just your that, body just changes with it you know yeah and and my weight fluctuates i mean but it's like with any kind of addiction or anything it's like you have to be the one to be like okay mm-hmm. i'm going to i'm going to do this now yeah and until you get to that point yeah. And I've and I've gotten to that point in the past. It's just I can't hold on to it. And that goes to stress and I don't know, we're not even on the subject that we started no, on. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. But anyways, I could go we could yeah, go on yeah. about that for a long, long, long time. A long time. But, but anyways. I think we've come to a, a natural conclusion. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good one. So yeah. We took our customary after the second topic break. Yeah. <laughs> You fanned yourself with your pretty lace fan. You got a fan at Wimbledon. I did. Bringing it back. Full circle. (laughs) Yeah. But Steph bought me. I did. It's a very fancy fan. It has lasted three years and we're still counting. It'll last another couple. I hope so. Until we go back. Yeah. We'll get you a new one. That's the hope. It's sturdy. It's like wooden slats. Yeah. (laughs) 
It is. It is. That's exactly it's like a blind. what it is. It is my favourite one. It fans me the best. This is such a weird conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to give us the next topic? Do you want to review some handheld fans? Yeah. Well, you see, I have these like plasticky slat ones. Yeah. And then... They're not so good. They only move 100 millilitres of air per stroke. I don't know. Yeah. So the final topic is a news story on the New York Times entitled Justices to Hear Case on Religious Objections to Same-Sex Marriage. And this is basically reporting on the fact that this whole kerfuffle where a baker refused to make a cake for a gay couple because he objects to gay marriage on religious grounds, I think he's a Christian, has now gone through all these different courts and the appeal is finally being taken to the Supreme Court. And so they are going to decide whether his right to quote-unquote religious freedom in terms of making choices based on his faith supersedes the couple's right to shop somewhere without being discriminated against because of their sexual orientation. So they're going to basically conclusively decide where the balance lies between those two conflicting issues. And yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on it people people of the room room people this would be the time <laughs> to ahead, Sam. interject no you go ahead okay so polite <laughs> um so there's american manners that I... people are always talking about <laughs> yeah right it is a thing really yeah I, the non-americans will say that like americans are you are thinking really... of canadians no i'm not they're, they're really not nice they're north that's americans. a difference between having manners it's not the same Mm, yeah. Go on. Well, <laughs> I uh, I have two sides, like warring sides in mm-hmm. my mind. Um, I try to be pretty. Oh, libertarian is like a really strong word, but I kind of tend I lean that way a little bit. Um, so I want like. I want to be one of those people who says it's his shop. Let him do what he wants. It's his, he, it's his personal business. Right. If he wants to, to not um, support that couple by servicing them or selling them his product, then he shouldn't have to. Yeah. Um, the other side of me though says it's wrong to discriminate uh, on because of your sexual orientation and for me, I think about what happened in the 60s, and I, my mind always goes there when it comes to discrimination, and how that was one of the same arguments that was used. They, they used religious grounds for their discrimination over and over in the South, right. all over the country, not just the South. People think that it was just the South, but it wasn't. Um, but anyways, so... I think about that and I go, okay, so if we are going to set a precedent that companies, small, medium, and large, have to um, service African-American people, um, people who are of Hispanic descent or Latinos or, you know, there are lots of terms, but if you are going to 
force them to serve these people, then it should be no difference when it comes to sexual orientation. Right, yeah. I don't know if I'm making myself that clear enough. That makes sense. That's, so, yeah. A lot of people bring that up. So that's kind of like where I stand, and I personally am... Conflicted. I'm conflicted about it, but I, I lean more towards the side of that couple should have been able to get their cake. Right. It, But, you know, it's like, well, logically, I'm like, well, they should just go somewhere else. Yeah. But then again, it's, for me, the slippery slope was, well, what if everybody in the neighborhood says no to them? Yeah. You know what I mean? What if everyone they in the town... They all follow suit because they think they can get away with it. Right, and exactly. And no one wants to fit And then, it. you know, because... And then, of course, my mind literally always goes back to racial discrimination and how sexual discrimination or being discriminated because of your sexual orientation is going to become it's like the new frontier yeah and that's like my and then that's just like my biggest that's like my biggest fear and on this for this topic um that that would happen um my son was telling me about a couple he knew their business they literally went out of business because they were a gay couple who had a had a a bakery which is like exact opposite ironic Really ironic, yeah. but they got, they lived in a small town. It was a conservative town and they, they, no one went there. They, yeah, they lost their business. Wow. Once they got married, it was, it became a it's thing horrible. that they were gay and, you know, it's like, <sighs> come on, man. I don't know. It's just frustrating. So I feel kind of like strongly about that in the sense that I feel like there should be laws to protect couples like this one. Yeah that were refused the service or whatever. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. That's kind of how I feel about it. I know I see both perspectives. I see both sides of the argument, but I think I lean towards the side that there should be law to protect the couple because it's like, well, the whole, the thing on, um, religious rights towards for abortion, you have companies that say we will not give birth control to our workers. We will not pay for it in our insurance plans. On religious grounds. On religious grounds. Yeah. So it's like, oh my gosh, you know, you just want to hit yourself in the head against the wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I want to hit my head against the wall going, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Like, you know, so I don't know. It's just kind of like a tangent. I, I feel like I could go on and on and on, but I guess that's the whole point, right? Just like me. At some point, you have to stop, <laughs> stop You have her. to just yeah, grab her by have the shoulders yeah, and yeah. just say, Focus. Because new Focus. thoughts are going to formulate. Yeah, so, you so need I'm, to just jump in. I'm just going to, I'll I'll give you the floor. Okay. So. I cede the floor to the gentleman yes. from West Midlands. Yeah. Yeah, I have the same ambivalence. It's a very difficult balance to strike between, obviously, on the one side, you have religious freedom, which is like, a cornerstone liberty that's enshrined in mm -hmm. American society. True. And on the other side, you have people should not be discriminated against in any way, especially when it's like they're trying to go about their everyday lives. They're just trying to, in this case, they were trying to celebrate their love mm -hmm. and, you know, they can't even buy a wedding cake. So I, I definitely get both sides. And I do get the comparison to the rampant discrimination against you know particularly black people in the 60s that was tackled by the civil rights act but i do think there is a key difference there the discrimination that was taking place was very widespread mm. 
where it was a lot of establishments would not serve blacks or would treat them poorly or what have you. And so in that case, I could see how you could make the argument where this is a very extreme circumstance that we are going to have to, as government, intercede in. Our intervention here is justified because it's happening at such a wide degree that we have to step in. We can't just wait decades and decades for people's views to change and for it for society to become more progressive because black people deserve to be treated as human beings right now like mm -hmm. i definitely get that but i think that's very different from right now where you only have a few places here and there who would go out of their way to choose not to serve a gay person or a gay customer so i, I don't think you can make the same kind of like this is a very severe emergency situation and that's why it's justified for the government to step in and kind of curtail in some nebulous way this person or these people's ability to carry out their private business however they want and to carry out their practicing of their religion however they want in their everyday lives. So I... I definitely do see the comparison but i don't think it's a very precise analogy to draw mm. so i'm not sure where you go from that i think you're very deliberative in terms of what the last part that you said i think it is urgent for several reasons one if one person can get away with it, then others will follow because there are other hateful bastards out there. And if people thought they could get away with it, they would do it. And guaranteed there are people out there who are thinking, I want to refuse too, but I can't because blah, 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 blah. blah. But also, it really saddens me that, okay, Obviously, like, gay rights have come a long way, right? Mm. But in one sense, they really haven't. Because by now, there should be way more, like, gay representation and, like, trans representation, but there isn't. By now, there should be way less people who are Ostracized. homophobic or, like, yeah. against whatever should be you know? less of a social stigma yes so you can say in some senses we've come a long way and we have gay marriage or lots of places have gay marriage etc etc but there are still so many instances of like homophobia and discrimination and a lack of rights so it really saddens me and like makes me mad that this is even a thing right but obviously sadly it is my argument is flawed <laughs> and it's contradictory. But this is how I feel. And I don't have one solid stance. Yeah. Like you said earlier, it's very fluid. I've said this many times, but I will always, I feel, give, you know, there's probably a few exceptions. I will usually fall on the side of a person should be able to do whatever they want to do. So if that person has a business and they don't want to sell to someone, Okay, it's their private business. Right. They should do whatever they want to do. That makes sense. However. However. I obviously don't want people to think they can fucking not serve people based on 
their race, colour, sexual orientation, size. Gender. Because there's also size discrimination happening too with people refusing service to people who are fat. Yeah. That's also a thing. Lest we forget. But I don't know where to go because I don't know at what point are we saying to people... By giving other people rights, we're taking away yours. Right. I do feel like there's a bit And of... obviously, yeah, <laughs> I've not finished telling you my flawed argument. Okay. Obviously, there's a scale. In my eyes, it's more important that the gay person isn't discriminated against. Well, now that I'm saying it, I don't know that it is more important. That's what I and was going to say. And I'm speaking as someone who is queer. Right. So... If I think about myself being discriminated against for being bisexual, obviously I would want to fight against that and ha- never be discriminated against. But again, that like that part of me that wishes there weren't so many rules, that wishes you could get away with the things that you want to get away with in terms of trying to be true to yourself and do the things that you want to do, it's hard for me to get past that. So I don't really have an argument. I really just don't know. It's hard. It's tough. It's shit. <laughs> to touch on what you said, I do think there is a certain amount of like people see that there is. This is a very difficult. It's hard to cut this Gordian knot because you are going to limit the rights of someone in in question here. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, especially more liberal, progressive people will instinctively side with the progressive gay couple rather than the quote-unquote regressive, you know, zealously religious person on the other side. Like, I think just as an emotional reaction, as a kind of subconscious preference, they're going to side with the person who they feel like is more forward-thinking, who is more worthy of their support. But I think you have to look at the case, and that's obviously why they've taken it before a court and now ultimately the Supreme Court. You have to look at the case on its merits and you have to think about if the Supreme Court sets a precedent, that's going to be the case basically forever unless it's revisited in future. So hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands or whatever of people are going to have their rights curtailed in whatever way the court decides. So you have to really weigh up whether it's worth doing. And in this case, I think it's a weird one because even if you say you can't, as a business owner, say you own whatever, an art supply store, and say a gay person comes in and you don't want to serve them because it's against your religious beliefs or whatever. If it now becomes the case that to do so would be unlawful discrimination, you could instead just say, no, we've ran out of that thing you want. Instead of being honest and saying, I don't want to, as this guy did, he was at least bold enough to say plainly what his objection was. Instead of being honest, you could just say, oh, no, sorry, mate. There's none of those easels left. There's none of that oil paint left. You could just make up some excuse and fob them off and get them out of the store. Like, I I worry that this is a very feel-good palliative solution in terms of, it will stop people coming out and saying why they have chosen not to serve this person, but it won't stop them from actually just not serving the person. Yeah, I agree. There's also, always going to be loopholes. Yeah, I agree. Also, I think I have fallen on one side because it would make me more upset 
for people to be discriminated against than for other people to have that right taken away, being that they can refuse service. But it would make me upset still. Both would make me upset, but the discrimination makes me more upset, I've decided. It's still flawed, though. Also, I feel like sometimes when this type of thing happens and I try to think, take this off me, and I try to think about how I feel, it's clouded by the religious aspect. Because whenever someone says, based on religious grounds or whatever the fuck, I just want to punch him in the face. I would never do that. That's very honest of you. But I just want to shake him and say, are you for fucking real? Like, shut the fuck up, you idiot. Like, that's what I want to say. And that is honest. And I I just can't... I just can't. You don't accept that as a valid And that's grounds. tough for me to say because Steph's religious <laughs> and she's my best friend. And that's probably the only thing we don't talk about. We don't right. talk about her religion, ever. And she's not, you know, what you would say, highly religious. But she does believe in God. And she did once upon a time go to church. So it's hard for me to say that. But that's what I believe. I don't think that that's a thing you should be able to say based on religious grounds, based on my religious beliefs, I can do this, that, and that. I don't agree with that at all, and I right. never will. Okay. And so I can't... Feel, I feel like any argument where that's in play is clouded because I will want to side with the other person because fuck you and your religion. That's what I want to this say. This is why you should not be a Supreme Court justice, yeah. I've decided. <laughs> yeah, and I think... Like, I don't, I don't really disagree with you on that. Like, I don't think religion should play, I don't think you can, I don't think you should ever use religion as a reason to discriminate. I mean, I don't see, like, to me, that's backwards in and of itself. You know what I mean? So I completely agree with you on that, even though I do believe in God. You know what I mean? Like, Cause just I because feel I believe like, in God doesn't mean, yeah. does not mean that I side with the idea that gay people are wrong or that discrimination is okay or you know i mean there's dozens and dozens of topics right that could go along yeah. with that but um yeah so i mean i agree with you i mean i don't it it's, it's a bunch of crap like you know i mean whatever i mean we, she's throwing up her hands <laughs> washing her hands of you people <laughs> washing my hands of that freaking statement because it's ridiculous yeah. i completely agree I just had to put that out there. Yeah. Just wanted to put that in. But Steph and I haven't come down one side or the other. No. I really feel like I just can't... I would hate to be in this situation yeah. on the Supreme Court because it really is a problem without a good solution. Like, whatever you do, you're going to limit someone's ability to, like, live their life the way that they want to. Like, going on forever. So, it's just, yeah, I really don't know where I fall. And I have thought about it some. I guess maybe I need to contemplate it deeper. But I really don't know which way I would swing if I was held at gunpoint and asked to make the choice for the world. I think if I had to, I would lean towards the gay couple. 
on the side of gay yeah. people. Yeah, that's what I came I, down on. I, I yeah. think it's, I go back and forth in terms of I don't want anyone's rights to be taken away. Right. But ultimately, I think having the gay person's rights taken away is worse than having that other right taken away. Even though they're both bad, because I don't want anyone's rights taken away. Yeah. I guess what I really just mm. wish is that people weren't fucking cunts and yeah. that they didn't hate gay people. Yeah. And then that way we wouldn't have this, but that's not the case. Obviously, that was a stupid thing to say, but like... Yeah. It is weird, this idea that you have the right to be served by a private business. True. That's, yeah. I understand yeah. why that has to be the case. And like I said, these are... You, it's like you have to pick between the lesser of two evils. There's no good option here. But that's just such a weird concept to me yeah. that, like, you can open up a, whatever, lemonade stand. And it's like if someone comes along and you don't want to serve them, you have to if it falls into these specific categories of refusal. It's yeah. just, I like I said, I get why, but... As Steph was talking about, my all my libertarian instincts cry out against it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I just was thinking, what would happen here? Because in some ways I feel like, and maybe <laughs> this is just the American in me, I feel like sometimes our laws are very much, are like cut, not, not all of our laws, a lot of our laws aren't, but... Like, there's a lot of, nothing is, is direct here with the laws, or right. it's kind of like... What do you mean by that? I don't know, like, what we were talking the other day about your election system, mm. and how things are, I don't know, like, it it doesn't seem direct enough to me. I don't, do, do you know what I mean? I kind I don't of know get what, what she you means mean. by that. What try try to explain it for me, because I'm... <laughs> I'll try to explain the thing that you haven't yet explained. I'll do my very best. I just, I think she means more kind of like... There, it's like... You have the freedom of speech. And that's like codified into law. Whereas here, it's like... There'll be all these like fringe laws that kind of... Circumspectly respect the freedom of speech. But you won't just have like this single overriding law that res- that says yeah, the freedom okay, of speech should not be infringed. Because we don't perfect, have yeah. the like the constitution or whatever. Right. So that's, that's I was going to say the institution. <laughs> <laughs> we have many institutions, including yes. the monarchy, alas. Um, because people are always yeah. bringing that up, Americans. It's always like, yeah, well, the First Amendment or the Fifth Amendment or whatever. It's like the okay, Fifth well, Amendment. yeah, you know what I mean. But Fifth like, Amendment, yes. if you're bringing that up, you're in. Some yeah, trouble. but I feel like that. Yeah, you're right. There isn't really anything here where it's like as the same. There's nothing exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. I get and what you mean. Yeah, I mean, you kind of like read my mind because I didn't know how to articulate. What... I got where you. We had a mind <laughs> yeah, mouth. Yeah, for a second. we had something there. So yeah. So um, I can't even remember what the original. <laughs> oh, I do now. Um, no, I really don't. We were talking about the baker, but then it evolved into something else. Now I can't remember. Oh, Wait, well. this no, is what mean... happens after three and a half hours. <laughs> Your brain becomes a semi-solid goo. You were saying you would wonder what would happen here. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. I I wonder what how, like, what is the law here? What do do does it do, is it like very obvious that the store owner does not have to do that? Like, screw you, you go somewhere else. 
is it very like is there a law that leans that way or is it more like in the u.s where pretty much you need to serve everyone otherwise the NAACP <laughs> that's not what I'm ACLU ACLU that's yeah. the one um will be at your door yeah. you know what i mean so i'm just wondering how did, how is it here i'm not as familiar with the laws here as we talk about well, on this show the case uh, we know okay. so much more about it's american laws and we don't America. even live there yeah. <laughs> um i would assume that there are the same type of anti-discrimination laws you know what though i have a feeling it wouldn't be as a big a big of a deal only because america makes a big deal out of everything <laughs> and and if it's like American news, it's like worldwide news. Whereas it's not like that everywhere else. I also feel like if something like that happened here, the same type of situation. America is, and I'm obviously the umpteenth person to observe this, but they are a more litigious society. People are more ready to go to the courts to try and resolve things. Yeah, it's not really like Whereas that. here it might yeah. be like someone starts a petition on change.org yeah. or like there's a newspaper article or they go on the radio they and talk about it. They go on a morning TV Whereas show here and then that's like, really it. Let's settle this in a civil suit. Yeah, I f- agree with you. I think that's how it would be. Because I think this is this air of not that in any way is gay rights like not important. That's not what I mean by what I'm about to say. But I feel like here there would be this air of like that's not that's not the type of business that needs to be brought so high. It can right. be dealt with at a lower level. Does that make sense? I kind of get But I don't that. mean that, that that doesn't mean it's not as important. It just means it's not the type of business that's dealt with at that level. Yeah. I, I hope that that makes sense to you. <laughs> I'm making a lot of And I hope that statements. any other British person would know what I meant. Like, America, I feel America's just so quick to be like, Take it to the, the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court. It's like, all right, well, the Queen or like the Prime Minister doesn't give a fucking fuck about things that isn't, <laughs> it, you know. It just, and I'm not talking about the gay rights thing. I mean, there's a level of thing, of like issue or like stuff that needs to be dealt with at a high level. And then if it's like, like you said, it would be civil. It would be dealt with in other ways. You're telling me the Queen doesn't order free tear rainbow flag wedding cakes on the regular hey she's got her fucking pride beads her pride beads you thinking about mardi gras Gras? someone throws beads at the queen and she lifts up her top well you're cutting this out so i don't know why you're continuing i promise you you i'm not because i got it wrong and i look silly you can start again what did I say? Oh, yeah. The qu- no, because now I need to think of something I'm to keeping say. the Mardi Gras part in. Fuck you. That was solid 24-karat gold. <laughs> 24-karat. Now we have to keep it in. Well, I think we have to eject Steph for singing that fucking old <laughs> I'll hit song. the ejector seat burn. <laughs> she flies through the ceiling. Okay, I think that's... Yeah. Steph, you have been a trooper. Yeah. Oh, to be sure. You. Thank this, you. This has I've been a long podcast. Every three seconds, my tummy rumbles. That's because we're hungry. Yeah. We're always hungry at this I point. Need to pee as well. That's the constant. <laughs> it is the constant. And people are sick of fucking hearing about it. So shut your fucking How do you on. know? They haven't contacted us about it. Yeah. Well, that's why. Because they don't listen to this part. They just gave up. They tune out. What does cake hole mean? Like, where does that come from? I, mean, I know what it means, but... Because well, it's mouth and you right. eat cake with your mouth. Is that where it comes from? Yeah. Or do you? Oh, do you? Yeah, you do. Okay, let's wrap this 
Hindenburg disaster. I feel like up. I said that really like obviously. I was like, because it's your mouth. Like yeah, I mean, I got that part. Yeah, I just thought maybe there was like a. They prop there. There probably is. Yeah, I was probably just simplifying it. So yeah, it's time for you to. Do your thing. Do your womanly duty. Do your thing. Wrap up the podcast. I don't know. You sing so many songs and they're all so old. I can wrap it with the... Shall I wrap the... Please don't. Hello. Oh, gosh. You started it. You did a little... I choked on my first You choked like Eminem in 8 Mile. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. That was a deep cut. Eminem's a goat. Okay, not really, but whatever. I'm going to (gasps) go... If we were a fancy recording setup, I'd have a little cough button where you press it and it like... No, you Oh, man. That's like the first time we've ever done that. I'm usually very careful about... Wait, was that... What were you going to do? Like, punch me? Get go, go, get your arm? No, I just... I was going to touch. She was going to point to it. Oh. Were you going to point? Yeah, I was going to point to the other side of the paper. So, yeah. Someone drop a beat. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You just tried to beatbox on the podcast. I just, I can... No, I, can't. I would put the probability at a hundred percent that I leave all of that in the podcast. Could, yeah, you can leave it in. Well, maybe you get okay. final cut approval. So yeah, so yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Did you enjoy it, Steph? I did. Yay! Did you enjoy it, Ryan? Sure. Yay! Did I enjoy it? Yay! <laughs> She's gone mad. <laughs> Please share it with anyone else you think may like it. May or like love it. it. Lo- love it. Like it. Heart it. You could even use the pride flag. Anyone you think might like like it. Like like it? If we're going back to the schoolyard. Do you like like it though? Do you like like my podcast? We both kind of did a little... Valley girl. little valley girl. I think Steph should be the, say it. Do you like like it though? Do you like like it? Hundred <laughs> percent authentic Valley yeah. Girl, freshly squeezed from California. Ah, uh-huh. I like that little orange reference that you did. Okay, new episodes are released about two weeks after the last one is released, maybe, but whenever on time, and we really release them when we want. But we try to do it often because we like to do it. Okay, so you can find the podcast on iTunes and pretty much all other podcast services. Or you can go to artatpodcast.com. That's A-R-T-A-T podcast.com, which redirects to our SoundCloud page. And you can send any feedback or comments, which are very, very welcome, to artatpodcast at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, which really helps podcasts. And we really appreciate it. And we'd love you forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. We'd like, like, like you. So, and also if you want to follow us on social media, we're RTAP Podcast on, like, all of them. Pretty much everything. Pretty much all of them. So, yeah, follow us, talk to us, play with us. You went all red. You got embarrassed no. about asking internet strangers to grope us. No. <laughs> God, I hope you did enjoy this episode, listeners, because we had some difficulty putting it together. We did. It was a kerfuffle. We got... We're, a palaver. We're using a third mic for this episode, as you might be able to tell, because yes. the Mafia episode sounded like Samantha and I were in a different room. <laughs> but the first third microphone that we got for Steph to use, even though it was brand new, straight out of the box, it was defective. It didn't work properly. <laughs> And that was super fun. 
And so then there was a mad scramble to get another microphone. On time for yeah, her before she leaves Steph in like is, four hours. Steph leaves in like four hours. She flies back across the Atlantic. Mm. And so... Tears. Sad tear. We really went above and beyond to get this podcast done. I look over the laptops, just like sparks are coming out of it. <laughs> I just have waited for this, you know. Yeah. Even in my mind have considered being like, let's just do like a Skype one or whatever. But they never sound good. And, you know, we like to make quality sound you know so i've enjoyed it a lot it's been so good i almost want to be like let's record another one for like let's just get another four hour podcast it's not realistic so i like how you're talking about good sound quality as we have the huge floor fan on in the background yeah we do but you know what it's summer that's gonna be a regular phantom third guest during our summer episodes because it's gotta be even at night when we're recording this it's still kind of hot yeah we have it on low though because we that's out of consideration for your little yeah, ears your sensitive little ears <laughs> eels sensitive little eels so yeah it was a good one this was a classic yay we've only done 18 so far yay but this was definitely top 18 nice <laughs> I like it Thanks again for listening to the podcast. The music used during the intro and outro was kindly provided by Christopher from soundslikeanearful.com and our podcast art was created by the talented Jake Contu, whose work you can find at jakeontou.artstation.com. See you next episode. And I'll be listening from California.